Mm-mm-mm. I got a question. I want to ask. Oh, I want to ask y'all. Want to get back on? Somebody asked me today. <laughs> it made me think of shit. I was like, "What? <clears throat> what was your when you was in high school? What did you really want to do with your life? Like, if you could do anything, what did you really want to do with your life?" And at I was like, school? "I wanted to be on Saturday Night Live. I wanted to be a writer, and I wanted to be <laughs> on Saturday Night Live. Real talk. That's lit. That's what I wanted I to do. That. That's lit. I always thought I was a funny nigga, so I was like, you know what? I'll be called on Saturday Night Live." I'm funnier than that nigga um, Keenan. Hey, sure. don't come for Keenan like that. <laughs> a hey, he a lucky though. I'll say he a lucky though. But yeah. I was watching some of his best skits yesterday. That nigga has he has that nigga. He got funny. some yeah, he, he got funny some. as hell. <laughs> <laughs> So 199, 199, y'all. We went away from 200 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never need. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ass Ketchum, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. I ain't mean to leave these flowers above my head, but y'all caught me at a bad moment. <laughs> I'm the Eric J. Only known as? The Eric J. And I'm Camille Poingard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And this is your boy, Kay Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. But better known as Kay Diddy. Take that, take that. All right, now. So, <clears throat> you can go ahead and find us on some social media platforms. That includes Twitter and the Instagram at Technical File. You can also find us on Facebook, Technical File Podcast. Uh, that is our Facebook group. Then there's Technical File Pod Overtime. You making faces? Anyway, Technical File Pod Overtime. This is our Facebook group where you can join in with the listeners, fans, and the fam. But www.technicalfile.com. Don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker. Is our actual website, right? I believe we have a YouTube page as well, Technical File Podcast. Yeah, I believe we do. You believe we do? <laughs> I believe we do. <laughs> if you don't believe me, just go ahead and type it in and find out. To the best of my recollection, we have a <laughs> <laughs> Well, like I say every week, man, if you guys enjoy being a part of this amazing Tech File fam, I'm sure everyone you know, your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your granny, baby mama, baby daddy, whoever, your doctor, whoever, your pastor, whoever, your boss, Person sitting next to you right now, you at work. Just let them know, man, about Tech Five. We're the best. Get fired. You never knew you needed. Don't get fired. How could they get fired? It's a gift. Hey, it is a gift. Enjoy it. Hey, don't get fired. (laughs) Just don't have it on speaker. Like, don't be. You know. Oh yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That wouldn't be smart unless you work it by yourself. I mean, if you work by yeah, yourself. then you like fuck it. Unless you just don't give a fuck, you trying to get fired. Shit, I help you. <laughs> oh, hey, get fired, Ken. <laughs> huh? No, I said, get him fired, Ken. Oh, what, nigga, 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 nigga. <laughs> wow. Anywho, what, what what would you tell day boss? That's what I thought he was going to do. I didn't think he was. <laughs> 
didn't think he was gonna kill the boss up. I didn't think he was just gonna keep saying nigga. <laughs> what, what was the dude who made that song that had that? Uh, uh, don't believe me, just watch. Oh, nigga, nigga, um, nigga. Oh, damn, oh, I got doing that. There you go. Damn. Couldn't think of his name. His name? Trinidad James. Oh, okay. All gold, everything. Mm. That's it. That's the, that's, that's still around. Like it, it's still yeah. Yeah. That shit was hard. Shout out to that James, wherever you at, fam. <laughs> wherever you at. You might really <laughs> he, he living. <laughs> I was gonna say clearly he he uh caught lightning in a bottle. No, nah, I mean he like he in the fashion and shit like that. Like Trinidad James still making money. That's like what he saying. out here, nah, like, like he may not be like the rapper, he's him even him mystical and Lil Dicky came out with a song. Mystical was just here and was kind of. Was he in jail? He was just here. He was in jail. On a tour. Here. <laughs> Recently in Wisconsin. Yeah, didn't he do some, some, some old women or something like that? Yeah, I thought he had some rape charges or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he Some sexual assault. Yeah. yeah well, he was we involved. are way he off topic. Right somewhere. <laughs> I don't know how we got where we like, are right now. Dad James. <laughs> oh, yeah, nigga, nigga. Can. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> do you have a tech file challenge? Um, this, yeah, this episode all- about to this episode about to beat that Seth episode for N words. <laughs> <laughs> no, it ain't it's on pace. Hey, uh, I'll break a record. It's nothing. Um, <laughs> you need to relax, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like every week, man. Um, the challenge is download the Good News Radio app and share okay. it with us to show that you did it. Exactly. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. if you share. That you've downloaded the Good News app. If I see a screenshot that is on your phone, mm-hmm. we'll enter you in a raffle to get a free T-shirt. There you go. Oh shoot, we got a Dude. T-shirt raffle. One of the anniversary shirts. One of the anniversary shirts. See, you out here. Which Dude, as a reminder, you get yourself a free shirt. And if you everybody buy uh, free stuff, that is very true. If you want to buy one, you can still do that until the twentieth. Time is ticking, y'all. It is it's ticking. Tick tock. Can I add on another tech vile challenge? Indeed. We are celebrating 200 episodes next week. We have been doing this for four years. Yesterday was actually our true four-year anniversary of when we began this. Indeed. <laughs> and, when, when the uh, pro- podcast was conceived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy anniversary, guys. We'll tell that. We'll tell that story next week. We'll tell y'all the, the, the story next week. But what I want y'all to do, I'm, I might make a post for this too so y'all don't forget. Drop what you love about the show. Like, like, let's get some. Let's get some favorite memories of, <clears throat> of Tech File. Just what you mm-hmm. like about the show. Just anything positive. What you got for it? It's been four years of, of laughs, of sports, uh, even a year of pandemic where we didn't have any sports and we found <laughs> we something some to do. Stuff. Yeah, we <laughs> we didn't miss too regularly until last yeah. uh, we needed a mental health day. But we was here. We didn't. We didn't uh, <laughs> shut the doors down. So another tech file challenge this week. Just let us know what you love about the show. Favorite memories, anything you want to say to us on four years of of doing this. Like we we OGs at this point, man. It's, <laughs> For real. It's some pods that started before us that ain't at 200 yet. Like consistency, fam. Consistency. Applaud. I applaud all of us for that. That's I, that's so I'm excited for next week. Oh yeah. Should we tell the people? Oh, yeah, they can next week, two hundred. Will mark our return to the studio. Your sound quality. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gonna hear that come on and be like, "Dang, that's crispy." Like, it's different. It's yeah, gonna be no more different. 
Energy. No more lagging in between conversations. Like somebody say something. Right. Huh? What'd you, oh, wait, what'd what? you say? What'd you <laughs> say? <laughs> That's gonna be my internet is unstable today. So I'm. I'm <laughs> I was like, Camille ain't gonna be freezing no more. Right. <laughs> so like, it, I cannot wait. So make sure y'all tune in next week for that as well. Like it's going to be definitely gonna be listening. some laughs and hugs. It's mm-hmm. gonna be an episode. Don't you hear Eric said? He said you ain't hugging me. Social distancing, my brother. All right. That's all right. But wherever you find podcasts, you can find us. That includes Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. Stitcher, Stitcher, SoundCloud. There we go. Yeah. Spotify, Spotify, Pandora, Pandora, Amazon Music, <laughs> Amazon, Amazon Music. I feel like Pandora and Amazon Music are a little too similar. Yeah, iHeartRadio, <laughs> Himalaya. Like a play. Wooshka. 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 And the award winning Good News app. That is right. Good News Radio. Every Tuesday, 6 to 8.30 p.m., we have learned. (laughs) (laughs) You can catch us on the Good News app live. So make sure you come on through, especially next week. 200. You know you're going to want to hear that live. You know you're going to want to be in the comment section saying something to us. So come through. That is the only way to catch us. Like come through to the app. You won't. You won't regret it. <clears throat> you won't. Six to eight Tuesdays, Central Time. Yes, ma'am. Six to eight thirty. God dang it! I'm so used to saying six to eight. <laughs> it's new to me too. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get, get a whole new song bite. Damn. No Damn. more screaming six to eight, fam. You gotta pick, put the eight thirty up in there. Mm-mm. You think about it. We can do that. I was gonna say, I see the wheels turning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the thirty is so hard to get in there. <laughs> uh, well, not really. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> right. Angel spiel. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, and obviously, you can get us wherever you're listening to this episode right now. While there, make sure that you like, subscribe, rate, review. Five stars are better. It helps us, and we appreciate Bye. it. But Next week, I'm trying to set the record for saying that as fast as possible. You want to try to be Twister? I'm going to try it. Just make sure, you know, they can still understand you. I know. And if they read, it is legible. We got closed caption? I'm just learning to know all types of new things. Maybe on, you, on YouTube, possibly, yeah. I said, then we got plenty of new shit. I ain't going <laughs> to right Keith in the comments just say, y'all stay clowning. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we can do. I'm sorry. <laughs> but one thing I'm looking forward to next week when you get back live into the studio is being able to join in with Tim and Ken on the ad libs for where we at. Because I had to stop because my internet connection always threw it off. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to let them have it. When I can say Wooshka, fam, like it's going to be over. Oh, it's going to be a clean Wooshka. It's going to be a clean Wooshka next week. <laughs> See, y'all put too much pressure on it. Exactly. It's going to be garbage. We're going to be nervous. <laughs> well, nah. well, well. <laughs> no, it's going to be like riding a bike. Wooshka? <laughs> <laughs> Top see. listening cities from the past week and international listeners. Let me tell y'all something. I was surprised at this week's Top 10. So let's get into it. Number one listening city. Brussels, Belgium. Number one. Belgium. Belgium. Number one. I see you. Thank you. Number one. Belgium. Number one. 
Number one. Number two. We got Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the hometown. Middletown. Need to be number one. Get two horns. Got number one in America. Just not number one overall. (laughs) Number three, we got Chicago, Illinois. Chi-Town. Always showing love. Number four, we got Racine, Wisconsin. Racilla. Number five, we got Tampa, Florida. Tampa, Florida been consistent. Tampa Bay. Yeah. Y'all been consistent. Number six, we got Ashburn, Virginia. Ashburn, y'all been consistent too. Okay. Number seven, we got Laurel, Maryland. Laurel, Maryland. Welcome. Man, the DMV out here. Yeah. 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 (laughs) We got maybe we gotta do a show in in the DMV or something. I don't know. Now, if I mispronounce this, correct me, especially uh Eric, I know you, you be the one who's traveling. Port-au-Prince. Port-au-Prince, Haiti, number eight. Hey, More international listeners in the top ten. Appreciate welcome. that. Welcome. Number nine. Came. We got Inglewood, California. Inglewood. What's up, Inglewood? And number ten, we got Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Upper Marlboro. Welcome back. The first lady joined the chat and said congrats on 200 episodes. That's going to be next week. But I'm gonna take that. Here. I'm gonna take that early here. 200 love and appreciate Thank that. You. Thank Tell you. Tell you that. Absolutely. Oh shoot! Oh, they already in the chat talking about yes, live show DMV. Like don't don't. Oh, say less. We all here. Don't get us going. I'm ready. Inter- international listeners include, of course, Belgium, mm-hmm. Haiti, of course. Mm-hmm. Then we also have New Zealand. New Zealand, welcome back. We got Norway. Norway, welcome back. Welcome. We got Ireland. Ireland. Hey. And we got Turkey. Turkey, welcome. Appreciate all y'all for tuning in. A lot of international this week. Man, international love was real. Inglewood represented in the chat. Inglewood. (laughs) Inglewood. Inglewood. Sport fact of the week. Uh, Yeah, it was a a tough week to find some shit that happened. But... um, On May 12th, 1972, the Twins and the Brewers played 21 innings on a Friday night. Yeah, (laughs) on a Friday night in Metropolitan Stadium in Bloomington, Minnesota, before play was suspended with the score tied at 3-3. An American League rule stipulates that no inning can start after 1 a.m., resulting in the suspension. The game resumed the next afternoon before the regularly scheduled game, with the Brewers scoring in the 22nd for a 4-3 win. The two teams played 15 innings in the regularly scheduled contest with Minnesota winning 5-4. to four. So the Twins and the Brewers played 37 innings in less than 24 hours. That's, That's a, a lot, lot of baseball. fucking baseball. That is a lot of baseball. For, for seven points. Jeez. At what, oh, point, <laughs> at, at what point on that Friday evening would you have left? Like, at what inning would you have been like, you know what? Or at what as time? As a spectator or yeah. a player? Because <laughs> the subs was probably ridiculous. Because I would have been like, put me in that picture so we get in this game. I'm going to just be I'm going to soft toss it, bro. Right. <laughs> Hit this motherfucker out the park. We gone. <laughs> I am done. As a fan, I meant. First lady in the comments said, as a Dodgers fan, I will say Milwaukee has a nice stadium. Yeah, the old Miller Park mm-hmm. is, is smooth. Yeah, you know. It ain't American, American family life. field. American yeah, family calling field. it that shit. Miller Park. Miller the, Park. New Miller, the new Miller Park. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what point when I left? I don't know. Uh, 11th inning, probably. I don't give it too much. I don't give it too long. 
played, I signed up for nine, fam. Like, I played in them damn game, high school shit. Three hour if, games, if, bro. If it was, if you it was like a playoff there, like, game, come on, bro. Now, yeah, if it's a playoff, that's different. Yeah. But uh, just a regular game, just a regular season game, bro. I guess like, it helped that it was a Friday. Like, if it was like a Wednesday, I would have been out at like eight. <laughs> like, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. But. Let's get into the topics, topics of the week. We got some mm-hmm. some fun stuff to talk about. I'm I'm excited. So let's get into it. Russell Westbrook, history maker. He recorded his 182nd career triple double last night, passing Oscar Robinson for the most in NBA history. So first. Shout out to Russ. We had a whole Russ conversation was that last week when we were kind of going mm-hmm. over his, his legacy and whatnot and if he was a top 10 point guard. So mm-hmm. respect. I'm glad that uh, we had that conversation then before he broke the record because it helped. Uh, it helped me. I seen people like trolling him a little bit more online. I was like, hold on. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. He just broke history. Exactly. <laughs> right, like, you better respect <laughs> No matter what y'all talk about, no stat pad and none of that crap. Like A lot of rebounding is effort will and want to actually get the damn ball. And positioning. And positioning is another big portion of it. Like, you want to have to go. It's, if it was that easy, everybody would do it. Absolutely. <laughs> if it was that easy, everybody put up 25, 20, and 15 on the regular basis and then average that three seasons, four seasons? This is the fourth in five years. Fourth season, bro. <laughs> like, crazy. everybody would do it if they could do it. You, you realize in his first six seasons, he only had 19 triple-doubles? <laughs> only. 19 in his first six. And honestly, like, that's good for a career. Like, <laughs> if somebody had 19 triple-doubles in that career, it's like, oh, man, he versatile. And I had a couple triple-doubles, you know, the teens almost hit 20 in the motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Nah, bro, seasons. <laughs> Consistency, like, they gonna try to shit on his efficiency, but Russ be willing his teams. Like he was he was OKC after everybody left. It was him. Yep. <laughs> and they was still making the playoffs. Granted they won winning the titles and shit like that. Only one person could win a year, but shit. Russ was putting in work. Yep. And then he went to Houston before he got COVID, he was putting in work. Just to, give you, just to give you a context for that nineteen triple doubles, like Giannis has twenty five in his career total. Yep, Scotty Pippen has uh, 17. Scotty Pippen has 17. Entire career. Entire career. Kobe got 21 in his career. If well, you know, Kobe which, which, which is actually so, more than yeah. I would have thought, to be honest, because Kobe, <laughs> the passing. He was passing. Stop it. He passed. Was he? He was passing. He was passing when he got mad. Like, here, y'all take it. <laughs> Yo, Don't shoot too here. much. Fuck that. You want to lose here. <laughs> <laughs> now, the wildest thing about it though is that Russ triple doubles is he's normalized the triple double to yeah. where people just don't think shit about it no more mm-hmm. you hear when it he's gone and it's not a regular what a shame yeah. it's, gonna, it's, it's gonna be a big void there and people gonna really realize how hard it is for cats to get a triple double like, oh shit Russ used to do that shit on a regular and all of a sudden Russ gonna be the hero so you all these haters right now who talking shit about Stat Pad and like, damn, you see your boy, you, 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 you sitting here screaming at the TV, box out. 
Here come Russ grabbing the board. All right, cool. <laughs> While your teammates sitting there watching the damn ball. <laughs> like, go get the motherfucker. Like, people's going to miss that when Russ is gone. Yeah. And they don't, they don't realize it right now because it's too busy being in the moment. And they're going to rewrite history, too. Yeah. They're going to act like they was always for it. Yeah. Yeah. You already know. Man, you know, I always fuck with Russ, man. I'm just saying, though, you know, he ain't never had no help. <laughs> like the revisionist history and shit. He had to do it all, man. He had to get all them triple doubles. Now, the thing with that is, like, everybody thought that Oscar Robinson's uh, record was going to be unbreakable. Like, you ain't big, breaking the big old record of triple doubles. Like, it's not happening. Yeah. And Russ did that. A once virtually thought of as being unbreakable record. Mm hmm. Are there any other records in the NBA that you look, that you think truly are unbreakable? Like, are there really any unbreakable records? I got two. Okay. What you got? Well, two off top. Like, it's a bunch of, but specifically, and they're both Will Chamberlain scoring records. Like, yeah. what was it, 50 points that he averaged? I think he averaged like 50 yeah. in a season. Yeah. That'll never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, no. His teammates ain't going for it. Opponents ain't going for it. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Like, 100 points is never happening. Because people saw what happened to the Raptors and Jalen Rose specifically when Kobe dropped 81. Like, <laughs> they're going to be fouling. Like, no, somebody getting taken out. Like, as soon as they <laughs> approach 80. Like, <laughs> like you're not getting close. <laughs> mm. Same thing was happening to Book when he had, what was it, 72? I think it was 70. 70 on a dot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no team is going to want to be the one that gave up 101 101. <laughs> Boy. That's one, one player. No, no, no. Like they're going to be quadruple teaming them. Like, you going to pat. Like, they're going to score, but you not. Like My man's going to be looking like Jordan and Space Jam the way they're going to be holding on to that man. <laughs> like, they not in here. No, we would not allow it. But um, here's another that. one. Tell me you think this is going to get broken. Mm-hmm. Another Will Chamberlain record. Okay. He led the NBA – Averaging 27.2 rebounds per game. Damn. Damn, that's a lot of rebounds. 27.2 rebounds. He averaged that. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> How many 50 rebound games did this man have, bro? Exactly. Dude. He had to have at least one. Man. I, seen the, I don't know if that was actually him or not, but it was, a, uh, it was a clip on Twitter like showing his acceleration. Oh yeah, no. Will Chamberlain was a freak athlete. That's mm-hmm. wild the way they, especially for that time. Like he's probably he would be a freak athlete now. Yeah, and he was playing in the sixties. Like <laughs> he was an alien then <laughs> against white dudes that were smoking that in the locker room at halftime. Like to put that in context, the the NBA rebound leader this season right now is Clint Capella, and he mm-hmm. is averaging fourteen point four. I think like, White had a couple what seventeen rebound seasons. Mm. Oh, no, no, that's upset. He was up there. Like, prime Dwight. It was pretty close. If it, if it wasn't that number, it was pretty close. I see Kevin Damn. Love probably doing it before. Kevin Love probably was up yeah. there, too. Kevin Love might have been up there. Uh, <laughs> Damn, I got another Will Chamberlain one. 45.8 minutes per game. Mm. Like, with, with resting and that. low management, like, nobody's approaching 45. Do not run me like that. Don't run me to <laughs> Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Is it necessary for me to play this many minutes? And shit, actually, that's career. I think he had a, a year where he played like every minute. Let me check. He career? had a, he had a he had a season where he averaged forty eight point five yeah. minutes per game. Literally so he played every minute plus 
Oh, every overtime, overtime minute. He, yeah, he, he averaged more than regulation. That's <laughs> wild, bro. That is wild. Like, I got to imagine he was just telling his coach, like, you take me out, I'm punching you. Like, <laughs> actually, now that I think about it, like, you couldn't foul out at all. Like, you had to. No, here goes, here goes the thing about that season. So, they played 80 regular season games. He played in all of them without ever checking out. In those 80 games, five went to overtime, one went to double overtime, and the third went to triple overtime. Chamberlain played all but eight minutes that season, and that's only because he was ejected for picking up two technicals in the game with eight minutes left. <laughs> wow. And, and for context, that was a year that he averaged 50 points, 25 rebounds. <laughs> Shit, oh, yeah. Ain't nobody doing that. Wait, yeah, you work it on the well. starters, and then they put the bench in against the same nigga? Like... <laughs> 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 you know, like seeing that type of shit like he you know he claimed what 10,000 women maybe because this nigga he don't get tired clearly he did not that's bionic bro stroking machine that's some wild stuff <laughs> and that's the title <laughs> he was like a stroker uh, did y'all have any other one <laughs> um, I think the current one is going to be Steph by the time he's done. I don't think anybody's going to touch Steph's three-point record, wherever it's going to be, because he's going to shatter Ray Allen's. Mm-hmm. He's the just going to go right past that, I feel. Right. Like, the only reason I think that it may get caught is just because he wasn't as prolific in the first half of his career. Not first half, but, like, the first couple of years. Because, mm-hmm. like, it'll be people that have, like, Trey Young has had the green light since yeah. he came in the league, like, if he can do that over the same length of time, like he may get there at some point, but not for real. Like at least at that efficiency, like I don't see anybody, you know, being above 42 or wherever Steph is at now mm-hmm. on that many attempts for that many makes. That's fucking unreal, bro. How many threes he'd be hitting from that distance, dog? Yeah. He Just that one, I do got one current one that probably won't get broken. Mm-hmm. And that's one that LeBron has his uh, scoring 10 points or more in an NBA game. Like, he's over a thousand thousand straight games where he scored at least 10 points. Because remember, he was like Like, at seven when he he hurt his ankle, came in, well, stayed in, hit a three and left. (laughs) (laughs) Man was like, nope, not today, (laughs) Satan. And Jordan, I mean, Jordan had the record before him. And that was in 866 straight games. Mm-hmm. And how many? And the only reason, over a thousand. Yes. And the reason that Jordan's streak wasn't actually longer was because it was a game that he had in his second season where he had eight points in 16 minutes <clears> when <throat> he had that foot injury. Mm-hmm. And then the coach took him out. So had that not happened, he would have got 10 there. It would have only, quote unquote, only <laughs> been up to 956 games mm. once you get to the, the Wizards part. So. Well, LeBron is doing it is monumental. Mm-hmm. Monumental. I don't think that one gets caught. Mm-hmm. And then before we move on, I was just curious to see how many rebounds was the most that Dennis Rodman ever averaged in the season. Because I was like, man, if Dennis can't do it, who's going to be able to do it? Dennis averaged 18.7. That's his career high in the season. So, rebounds. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Wait, you said 18.4? 18.7. 18.7. So, Will Chamberlain had two seasons where he averaged less than 18.7. The rest <laughs> were all above that. So, Dang. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Will, Will was a different piece. 
and those were his age 30 and 34, 33 and 34 seasons. And then he came back in 35 and 36 and had 19 and 18, respectively. So imagine your down season averaging only 18 boards again. (laughs) (laughs) Your down years. Man, he's declining. Off year for me. (laughs) And to be clear, like those seasons where he was below 18.7, it was 18.4 and 18.2. That's unfucking believable, bro. (laughs) Unbelievable. Sleep on Wilder. Still don't think he scored 100 points, but he didn't. Bro. I was, was, was he <laughs> <laughs> getting all these praise. You didn't score 100 points. I'll go there. Again, they ain't giving no black man out if he didn't get. He didn't earn that. I don't know. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, he got that nigga ain't scored 100. He scored 100, fam. We ain't gonna. Yeah, we gonna. Hey, on a piece of paper, get the fuck out. <laughs> there, yeah. Again, black man, like nah, they wouldn't go. Nah, man, they ain't lying for him. But let's let's give an update on this Aaron Rodgers saga. <laughs> there are some people who come to us for our Packer takes, which I didn't realize. And I'll say, oh, yeah, I guess, you know, we are here. So Can I get my personal update on the Aaron Rodgers saga. <laughs> sure. I ahead. don't care no more. I'm I'm also there. like people like like, like how at me so, when he gets when training camp comes and he don't show up like until then. So I feel very similar. So that's why this first piece. I was so interested in Tim's response. So we learned last week on the Dan Patrick show, Adam Schefter went on there and he came out and said that his report about Aaron Rodgers wanting out was actually based on an accumulation of information. He didn't get one tip or one leak on that particular Thursday, AKA draft day. He just chose to release it that day. So. Although he said sources tell ESPN on Thursday. Mm-hmm. But that's, yeah. what the, that's what the tweet said, but he explained that. No, like everybody was hearing about this all off season. Uh, I heard about the seven to forty ers making a trade offer, so I figured to myself the news was going to come out eventually. Like I might as well be the one to break it. When would be the best day to break it? Of course, draft day. Now we were on Twitter when this news broke, and Tim made a mention of the fact that you know he thought this was real foul, and he feels like there is an agenda against Wisconsin sports stars. <laughs> and I read that, and I was like. I don't know how you're this worked up about this because uh, my perspective on it was like, I don't really care when he got the information because it all proved to be true. If he was lying, then like, sure. But otherwise, like, I really don't care. It was all true. But Tim, I'm very curious to know why you were so uh, in your well, chest body about it. <laughs> One, I hated the fact that he released it on draft day when he took the attention away from all of the draftees. That's supposed to be day night. So that was one of the main reasons why I was pissed off about it. So you intentionally chose to take all the attention away. That was pretty much what worked me up about it in the first place. Two, it was more so like, okay, the way that everything was worded, and it took you almost a week to kind of clear this up. It was breaking news. <laughs> it wasn't, uh, oh, okay, for a minute, this hasn't been going on. No, it was like, right now, this is what's going on. And my agenda comment is more so, I was laughing about it. I was like, they tried to get Giannis up out of here. I was like, when his, it looked like he was about to leave Milwaukee, they really was pushing the fuck out of Giannis to get out of Milwaukee. They needed to try to get Giannis out of Milwaukee. <laughs> but that, but that, that's not unique to Milwaukee. Now, Aaron Rodgers has a riff for Green Bay. They pushing the fuck to get Aaron Rodgers up out of Green Bay. If anything was to happen with Christian Yelich, <laughs> I guarantee you, it would be push everything to get Christian Yelich the fuck up out of Milwaukee. Because they hate these superstar players in our small-ass market. So they really be trying to push them to these big-ass markets. So any crack or crevice they have, when we have a great player, 
They pushing that shit. So I, I, it was half-ass joking about it, but I kind of feel like whenever Milwaukee, at least, I granted they'll push any superstar, but when Wisconsin has one, they really push that motherfucker right out the door. And you think that that's unique to Milwaukee? Like you honestly believe? Not only just small market teams, but it'd be, I live here. So you are acknowledging the fact you don't think it's against Wisconsin athletes, but rather just small market teams. Like you, because the way you worded that first was like it's Wisconsin, like Wisconsin athletes are getting targeted. That's why I said a half-ass jokingly was saying that they were getting targeted, but more so I'm still serious about the fact that they are pushing because we have the superstars, our superstars, about of our market. Ken, as a non-Wisconsin fan, what do you think? Because I feel um, like that's not unique to the city. I don't I don't feel like people really checking or caring about like Milwaukee or Wisconsin like that. You know, that much to be saying that they pushing, you know, like this big envelope with with, you know, mega stars or whatever in small markets. Um, I don't think it's I don't think it's just based like everyone's focusing on like, oh, Aaron Rodgers. Get him up out of Wisconsin. He deserved to be, you know, in a bigger market in New York, California, or something like that. I don't feel. Yeah. I don't feel like people. I don't feel like people checking that hard. I don't, people, I don't feel like people care like that. Like Wisconsin, Wisconsin fans, just like how passionate you are. Like that's on the people that care like that. Plus, especially like with, with the Packers, like the Packers are a national team. Like yeah, they're yeah. based in Green Bay, but they have fans all over. So, yeah, like, I think the NFL. If there was some grand conspiracy, it would be like we want our star players on like, you know, legendary teams mm-hmm. and the Packers actually qualify as legendary team. Like, I do think that ESPN is kind of incentivized ESPN and the media in general are incentivized to have bigger stars and bigger markets, especially like in the NBA. Um like they're it's annoying to the degree that they are always on the lookout for the next small market star that they can push mm-hmm. out the door narratively. Like <clears throat> you've seen it this year with like Bradley Bill and Dame Lillard Dang. starting to up a little bit. And, you know, they're always waiting for cats to just like give them a little bit of an inkling. Like that's just what they do. Um, but I don't think it's, it's targeted at Wisconsin, but I do think that there is a, a large market bias, at least within ESPN, it seems like, which I mean, it's just because they're the biggest uh, sports sports outlet. And I agree with even Keith in the comment. He said that Tim got a point, though. Small market teams don't have the same attraction as superstars. And like, I agree. Like, I think it's a small market thing. I didn't think it was specific to Wisconsin athletes. Um, But being that the Bucks are a small market team, the Brewers are a small market team. Like, that makes sense. But the Packers, we were like, we. We up there. The Packers is up there. Like <laughs> that's a that's a that's a team. But yeah, I mean, the news cycle was crazy around Tom Brady when they was about his house was on sale for this and this and that. And where is Tom Brady? Like that's to me just part of what comes with having a superstar. But I agree with you about small small market buyers for sure. If I confess, what I then said. I have a question too. Like like, what does Aaron Rodgers want again? So how can this get rectified? Basically? So here's the thing with that. So Aaron Rodgers still hasn't said anything publicly outside of what he said at the Kentucky Derby, which was mm-hmm. that he was disappointed that this news leaked in the first place. Mm-hmm. But what we've had this past week was his former teammates and like his best friends from the Packers. You got John Coon and James Jones coming out in my opinion, being a mouthpiece for Aaron Rodgers because that's their guy 
So they want to kind of get what he's saying out there without him having to come out and actually say anything. So Mm -hmm. like John Kuhn was saying that he thinks that it's 70, 75% chance that Aaron Rodgers is back to the Packers. He was saying that he's conflicted. Like he loves the Packers. He's just seen, you know, friends leave. He watched how Brett left, you know, he's seen a whole bunch of things and he didn't like how certain situations were handled and done, but like, I think he can come back. And then you got James Jones talking about some, like, I think it's fixable. It's fixable. They just got to make sure the team's being put in the best situation to win. He's watched some key guys leave the locker room and it's only beneficial on the field, but like it's huge on in the locker room as well. So to me, that sounds like he told his friends to say, my beef has been how they've been running this team for the last few years. That's what I keep hearing. Friends leave, <laughs> things played out, putting the team in the best situation to, to, make, to win championships, key guys leaving the locker room. That's what I'm hearing. Because then it also came out that the Packers have offered him an extension with, with a lot of money in it, but it ain't been signed yet. So, so what is it? Okay. Which, I mean, but I, I guess... For me, it's just like, what, how does he think if, if that's, if what Camille laid out is his beef, like what team does he think actually does stay? you know, like the end of a Hall of Fame career usually doesn't go great. Like, you know, you have years built up of like grievances that you feel have been perpetrated, but there are very few people that have left Green Bay and it's like, damn, we should have kept them. Like, mm. Green Bay's mantra is always it's better to give up one season too early than one season right. too late. And the people who they have let go, the only one I can think of who was still like pretty good afterwards was like Casey Hayward, uh, Michael Hyde. Hyde, or two recent ones I can mm-hmm. think of, where it's like, dang, you should have kept me. Right. <laughs> Both the linebackers now in New York. Ah, they could have went. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, they're, it's not like they, you know, aside from those two that you basically named, like they're ha- they haven't let go of like in their prime all pros like like Jordy had a good season after he left but like right after that just when they, I think he got injured wait where did he go after he left he went to 20. the Raiders mm-hmm. oh damn I forgot all about that Keith in the comments <laughs> is that Roger wants to win I know he do he can win here that's that's right, right here we're right here <laughs> that's what I was that's what I was saying about the whole draft picks into the defense thing like I feel like they kept picking the wrong players on defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think the biggest the issue was they had the wrong defense, but yeah, or defensive coordinator. But Right. So it was like they really was trying to help him. Like, we'll use our highest pick available, the most to value. To fix what's broken. To fix mm-hmm. what's broken, which is our defense. And everybody, like, we'll give him a, a number one. And I'm like, bro, he got the number one offense last year with full cats. That was not even drafted past the, what, the third round? <laughs> Like, come on, man. Like, we have the offense, and we have – like, if you honestly look at the Packers roster, you'd be like, okay, where's the major hole at? Outside of inside linebacker, just a minor upgrade there, honestly. And then you look at – it was DBs. Where else? Like, our offensive line was one of the best offensive lines in the league. We lost uh, – uh, Lensley. We lost Lensley, but we replaced him with the Ohio State uh, – draft pick, but we still across the board, we have versatile linemen that was playing everywhere on that line, and some of them have major spots when uh, left tackle, Bakhtiari comes back, who's the best left tackle in the league, hopefully after his injury, he's still up there, but 
Bakhtiari would be back with the rest of that line and be able to shift him in the normal spots. We still have a really good line, and we invested some more into it, which we usually do. He has a line. They finally invested in a wide receiver. This main, the main issue was they were, we weren't going after the free agents. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. We had the money all because we were trying to save the money to sign these extensions. So Green Bay never going to attack Mo in the free agency is the issue that a lot of Packer fans had. Also, like attacking the number one receiver uh, in the draft in the first round. But other than that, we really don't have any holes like that. And that's the that's the thing. Like this draft that we just had passed. Like I did not want a receiver in the first round. Like, we had the conversation. Like that felt like a reach. So necessary. Get a corner. <laughs> And they did that. I don't know if that was the right corner, but they got a corner. And we're going to see. But one thing that that does bring up when you talk about the offense is that Devontae Adams came out and said, uh, yeah, this Aaron Rodgers thing, it potentially could affect what I I choose to do in case you weren't aware. Locked up. No, he's in his last, this is his last year on his contract. Yeah, this is his last year, his contract year. And he pretty much said that. Rodgers is the only quarterback he's had, except for when he got hurt. And he didn't really need me because he was already that dude, but we established a real good relationship. So if he's not here, it's going to change a lot. Doesn't mean I'd be gone, but I'd have a lot of thinking to do if my guy wasn't here. Uh, shit, if Aaron is on a contending team and they need a wide receiver, they're one wide receiver short, yeah. I'll be there. But if I ain't there, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that said. Like Aaron over there, you know, we got something cooking over there. I'm, I'm going with Aaron, but that's why everybody all offseason been screaming, extend Aaron, extend Devontae, extend Zadarius. That frees up our money to sign free agents. But at the same time, we need to extend them because, yeah, time's ticking. Well, they were trying to do that with, with Rodgers, and he wasn't going. So, <laughs> and, and, probably and Adams ain't going to sign Adam. nothing. They ain't gonna sign nothing until they know. Yeah. <laughs> Unless uh, love is cooking the OTAs. Which I don't know. If Man, that's they said that he case. still need time. They <laughs> say he still needs some time, but they see all they, they're excited about his potential and everything that he can Wait, bring. who is that? But he's uh I think it was just it was Goon or uh <laughs> what's his name recently. No no no. No no I was no I was wondering like is it like players like uh, no, you know, ready the, yet, or front office, like the they, they out here talking. Like the organization Damn. is saying that <laughs> he's not ready yet, but they loving what they, the, what he can bring, uh, and they're excited for the talent. I was listening to Undisputed. That's the five, That's the that's the Skip and Shannon one, right? Undisputed. Yeah, he said so. And Skip Bayless legit said that. <laughs> Someone outlandish. He said he heard from his source, Lil Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Love yeah. was cooking. He's so I kid you not. I kid you. How not. the hell, Lil Wayne? No, if don't nobody <laughs> else knows, how the fuck <laughs> Lil Wayne just randomly know what's going on? Right, Lil Wayne was in COVID practices. <laughs> like Skip Bayless said, "Hey, Lil Wayne, Lil talk about Wayne told about shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Skip Bayless is the biggest Rogers hater that we know. Hmm. Of course, that motherfucker gonna say Lil Wayne told him that Jordan Love cooking. There's some bullshit like that. Take your sources, Lil Wayne. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that's, some, that's wild, bro. They just Before, be on TV just talking. Man, I was like, hey, how do we not got this gig yet, fam? They just talking. Say that. But Skip can say some shit that got us talking about him. Like, 
Right. First, Fair he enough. said, don't y'all underestimate the influence of Wheezy. Hey, man. And, hey, until he, he, also until he restore or repair his dress, bro. I don't want to hear shit from that nigga. <laughs> no. His, no. 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 Just out of one strand. Oh, oh, dread. Chill ass. Don't do his dreads, bro. But before we move on from the Aaron Rodgers thing, Keith asks, y'all don't think them drafting love had anything to do with him wanting to leave? No, that, that everything to do with it. Yeah. That's that's a huge part. That was they get your ass on. That's what that was. And his thing with that too was y'all ain't warn me. Y'all ain't tell me. I had to find out on TV like everyone else. Like, oh, okay. Oh, getting uh, Alex Van Pelt when he got cut. Oh, you know, yeah. he was the quarterback's coach and they didn't tell him about that. Yeah. It was they a lot of shit. Was that the current front office or was that still Ted? No, that was good. I feel like it's been a minute since Van Pelt has been gone. That was one of the grievances that he had that came out about it. That he, I mean, I get that. I'm saying like, was it actually under Guten, Guten, yeah. however the fuck you pronounce the name? <laughs> we don't even know. And we from here. G- 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 man. Yeah. I think it is good against. Like, it is good against. That is right. Yeah, man. Good it kiss. was it was just some little silly, silly simple stuff. Good against, fam. Good against. <laughs> it does sound like you're saying Jenny. <laughs> I don't know which one of y'all did that, but you know who did that. Some serious dog. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. All right. Bishop Buzz. <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't, don't get wow. <laughs> Are you going to encourage him? Get the organ ready. Oh, you man. Got, you, might, you might have to have that organ ready next week, douche. Make sure that's on the soundboard. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'm out here. Yeah. I'm, gonna come, I'm coming in the robe. <laughs> <laughs> the bishop robe. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk some NBA injury news. So, I'm going to ask y'all questions about these injuries, but in the context of how does this affect that team's playoff chances. Okay. So, first, we start in the East. We got news that Jalen Brown has a torn ligament in his wrist, and he is going to be out for the rest of the season, which is unfortunate. Yeah, like, that, that's, that's weak. He's mm-hmm. career year. Yeah, he's career a year. He's I can go first here, and yeah. I'll just look at, I'll look at the camera and say this. The Celtics ain't getting out the first round. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> might not be making out the play. I ain't playing. How far are they got to fall in order for them to miss the play? No, that's that's done. Yo, you mean like lose the playing game? Yeah, that's what I meant. Like they may not. Yeah, make the actual playoffs. Um, yeah, I think first of all, like that's us for Jalen Brown because he's having a breakout mm-hmm. season. Um, to your point, the Celtics are done. Like I don't, yeah. I don't see them. Like they were already lacking depth and top end. Well, they had the top end talent. Like they don't have like that medium range talent really. Um, and that makes getting the two C a lot more important. So last night's, well, Monday night's uh, outcomes disappointing from a Milwaukee Bucks fan perspective. Oh, what a stinker! <laughs> what a stinker! Smacked, what a stinker! Buddy. They got smacked. <laughs> they were like eighty-seven in the first half. Six people had over nineteen damn points. Whole team. The whole team. I mean, they they were hit. I mean, like there were a lot of open shots, but even the ones that weren't open, like they were just they were in rhythm by that point. Dot nice. 
They was in front of all them open shots. Everybody had at least, like I said, six over 19. I think it was Lonnie Walker had 19. Everybody else had 20 up, 20 and up, dog. It <laughs> was wild. cooking our shit. Patty Mills. I don't know. We're bombs, bombs away. I've been wanting Patty Mills on our team for a minute, so I, was, I like Patty We know Tim. He, he a good player. Any <laughs> <laughs> he case he get, he bring up Patty Mills. Hey, I fuck with Patty Mills, though. He be hooping. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry for Jalen Brown. As a Bucks yeah. fan, Celtics tears warm my spirit. Yeah, damn. Um, but I hate I hate the fact that they came through injury. Like mm-hmm. it's it's better yeah. when the full team is healthy, and then they just catch an L rather mm-hmm. than you know them coming unequipped to the fight. So I'm, yeah. I'm not even gonna like do that. But best wishes to Jalen Brown on his healing. For sure. yeah. Up next, we got Bradley Bill. He suffered a left hamstring strain. And then that led to a whole <laughs> thing of internet beef for a second. So, so him and his girl stay with the Twitter fingers. Listen, <laughs> him and wifey don't play. All right. <laughs> they do not play. So when the news came out about, you know, his his hamstring injury, I believe that same night or somewhere around that time, Steph Curry scored 49 points. Mm-hmm. Ken Baysmore decided, you know, in his little uh conference thing to be like, hey, you know, you got cats out here trying to strengthen their hamstrings, trying to, you know, catch the scoring title. My man's over here dropping 49. Like, come on. So, that got back to Bradley. And Bradley wasn't happy. (laughs) And the first tweet that he had was, should I let him live or really go off? I got time today. And his wife retweeted him with the Mortal Kombat finish him gif. Yeah. <laughs> and she with the toasty. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bradley was off. He was off to the races. You don't know me or S about me, bruh. You don't know why I go out there and play. It ain't dang sure. Ain't for another man's approval. You a straight lame. But it don't surprise me coming from you. That's what your type do. Then he said, it's funny you say that because your man's admittedly checked my numbers before the game, but I'm chasing. Shut your A up. Then he tweeted a gif of a clown. Tagged. By the way, he tagged uh, Baysmore and all these. He tagged him in the clown post. All the smoke. And then (laughs) his wife replied saying, I wouldn't hold my breath for a response, but hey, maybe after a long night of eight points, one assist, one rebound, six yeah. turnovers, six fouls, he will have some time. <laughs> Christ. Fatality. <laughs> yeah, that was a flawless victory right there. <laughs> flawless when, when Bays got out the game, some you know, someone even tweeted uh, Bradley Bill, like, you know, he in the game right now. He ain't going to be able to see this. I don't give a fool. And Bill pretty much tweeted that back and said, oh, he going to see it because I ain't afraid to tag people. And he tagged them again. Like, I want you to know everything that I'm saying about you in this moment because don't play on my health, which I agree with him. Like, yeah. uh, no, don't right. make no joke about his health. And he is also right because Steph Curry was the one who came out and said, oh, yeah, I definitely saw him with Bradley. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to beat it. So who's checking for who? Yeah, they both mm-hmm. checking for each other. Let's be real. Basically. Hey, it's a race. Who, hey, Bill want that oh. scoring title. He definitely wanted, but he ain't got his teammates out here. He, he, he know what he want to do, and he ain't got to say that to no one else. Like he gonna yeah. let his game do the proving. But well, I mean, his girl be on Twitter all the time talking about 
Hey, that, hey, that's her. Do you boo? <laughs> I mean, that, that's base. That's base war job too. <laughs> he <laughs> that number one, number one uh, cheerleader. <laughs> so yeah, and when Baysmore got out, he was pretty much like, "I guess you can't joke no more." Like whatever. Like <laughs> I'm loyal to Steph. It, I don't get involved with this stuff. I'm not even gonna respond. He, he did. Yeah, he said that. Like I'm loyal to Steph. Like he just came out and said that. So he had to. He had ass face when he was reading. Like <laughs> <laughs> he had to get back to the locker room and be like, "Why is my phone blowing up like God, this?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> all the retweets, all, all the these mentions. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I only had eight points. What the fuck? <laughs> I wasn't hooping like that. Oh, like that. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't put on a bully now. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> with Bill out, he's going to be reevaluated on Friday of this week to see if he can go, but. The Wizards are in the 10th spot right now in the East. They are up uh, three and two and a half games over the Bulls. So yeah, I think they're good. I think they're, they're going to be good. I think Westbrook can carry them uh, on his own over the final stretch against the Hawks, the Cavs, and then the Horn. Oh, that Hornets game is going to be good. Mm, that Hawks game will be good. Yeah, I was thinking about the Hornets who were actually like fighting for something. The, the Hawks. I mean, they don't want to fall into the sixth seed, but you got a point. They probably might be fighting. They might, unless they don't care about seeding. Who knows? But I'm I'm hoping that uh, the Hornets make it into the playoffs. For sure, that'd be fun. I'd love to see it. Zion Williamson, he fractured a left ring finger. He's out indefinitely. When uh. <laughs> Their uh, VP of Basketball Ops, David Griffin, came out to tell this news. He also had a whole read for the, <laughs> for, <laughs> for the referees. He said, and quote, we told the NBA through every means available to us, through sending in film, through speaking to everyone in the officials department and everybody in basketball operations, that the way they were officiating Zion was going to get him injured. And quite frankly, he's injured because of the open season that there's been on Zion Williamson in the paint. He has been absolutely (laughs) mauled in the paint on a regular basis to the point that other players have said to him, I'm going to keep doing this to you because they don't call it. There is more violence in Kirsch in the paint than any player I've seen since Shaquille O'Neal. It was egregious and horrific then, and the same is true now. He got fined for God's sakes. <laughs> 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 uh, 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 my man was out here with pitchforks and knives and shit ready to go, bro. Like, it's not yeah, the that's, your franchise. No that's, yeah. that's how you stand up for it. I don't blame him. He puts he the tables. On. He, he said only on. 50, only fifty stacks for this. Right. The shows on that I care. Exactly. Like he already flirting with the Knicks, so like you you got to go above and beyond. Like that yeah. is that is true. That is true. Like the Bucks ate that uh, tampering fine. They're like, nope. Not today, <laughs> Satan. By Satan, I mean uh, Rob Palenka. Hey, Rob Palenka be out here working, man. Nice. He does his job well. With that, the. Pelicans, let's see. They're in 11 C right now. Oh, they're not catching the Spurs. Yeah, what they're two and a half, half behind the Spurs without Zion. Do y'all think they can catch the Spurs? 
with Zion out, it was doubtful. So, no. (laughs) They also end their season against the Mavericks, the Warriors, and the Lakers, the Pelicans. (laughs) LLL. (laughs) 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 LLL, I ain't talking about (laughs) Kuja. Keith said, man, Kobe broke his ass and come <laughs> come out shot with the left as a dang finger, bro. People jam their finger all the time. So you think Zion could play through? Now, if it's ambidextrous, bro, they ain't built the same. No, Zion played one way, bro. He got to be fully, he got to have everything to play that way. He took I mean, a finger? Thing. Uh-huh. Everybody ain't Kobe. Finger, though. Who, who going to be willing yeah. to play through a finger injury? Like, that's kind of crazy if you think about it. Very like, crazy. Yeah, like it's sensitive as shit, bro. Like that shit hurt. my shit was healed and I went and played a football game with like a semi cast on and every time I caught that motherfucker, pow, reverberated right through the damn thumb still. I'm like, shit, my shit good, but fuck, we still hurt. It's still tender. Like he played through that broken. Good, man. I'm like, what you talking about? <laughs> no, it was good. It, it was good. It was just it wasn't, it, was good. it wasn't good to be playing football, man. Hey, listen, like, it hurt me, but I, I was good. Six and everything, bro. It was you legendary. It was, <laughs> it was legendary because it was still healing, brother. Like, <laughs> it wasn't done yet. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Imagine Kobe actually playing through the actual break, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like my shit. I went through the recovery period and everything like that. Like, he was playing while it was still broken. <laughs> That's some crazy shit. It wasn't even like the tip. Like, it wasn't even like, you know, a normal finger break. Like, it was like the, the last just tip. pat. Just the tip, yeah. Just the tip. Well, like, your man can like, correct me, but. It's not just the shooting, though. It's like it the defense. The it's the random bumps against people when you're trying to rebound. Like, <clears throat> yeah, it's a lot of contact still for a broken. Like, and I think it was on his shooting break. hand, wasn't it? That's why he had the Like, Kobe was on his shooting hand. I don't remember. Because I think I, if I remember correctly, like he just he didn't like use the finger to push off. Like he was like shooting with the rest of his hand. Uh-huh. That's still weird. That's even more that's impressive. Like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I damn near will prefer to just shoot with the left. But yeah, like it's gonna be the slightest effective. adjustment of how you holding that ball will change the whole trajectory of your jump shot. Like Kobe was. That's was that's why that he was saying uh, different. <laughs> yeah, it's different now. That's that's also true. We also learned that uh, Donovan Mitchell, who was out with that sprained ankle, he's out until the end of the regular season at least. He's not going to return before uh, the playoffs start. He's actually going to be going to be evaluated uh, as the playoffs begin. And I mean, like first of all, like they pretty much have number one locked up. Um, mm, the Suns are right there. So many I games. think two games back. Game and a half. Okay, I knew it. I think they're two up in the. Win column, or at least they were last time I checked, but I don't think I checked yesterday. Yeah, um, the Jazz lost to the Warriors last night. Ah, okay, that'll do it. Uh, and then also, like, one thing that I hadn't taken into consideration is that with the play in tournament, like, the regular playoff teams, they get an entire week off. Um, mm-hmm. So it kind of makes sense, like, to just kind of let your people heal up, which is another reason why, like, the two versus the three seeds, like, I mean, I guess it, it's kind of. You know, what do you value? Like, do you want a team that has momentum that just, you know, won their play in and they're fresh and they're in rhythm? Or do you want, like, a fully rested 60 coming at you? Like, yeah. where you both have had, like, a week to heal up and get people back from injury and whatnot. And game plan. Another th- yeah, another thing with that, too, is as the three seed, one thing you do know is you know who you're going to be playing when the season ends. That is ends. fair, too. If you're the second seed, you have to wait until all that sorts itself out to know who you're even going to be playing. 
Like the plane has had so many unintended consequences. Like the places where like <laughs> you know, it just it changes like the race. Like you, you know, like obviously, like now the six E is really the six seven race. Like that's really important. The eighth mm-hmm. ninth race that's really important. The tenth eleventh that's really important. Like two three is really important. Like you know, like they're like whereas normally like shit would have been locked in pretty well by this point, or at least like you would have a pretty good idea of like the two or three teams that you could possibly play. Like now it's so wide open. Mm-hmm. Like basically four or five is the only place where it's like, okay, we know where we're at. It's gonna, <laughs> Even it's then, it's like a fun, uh, a fun end to the season too, because everybody's mm-hmm. still playing for something. Like mm-hmm. it's been like playoff level intensity for like a few weeks now. Like it's been it's been absolutely fun, and this is a crazy end to the season with the schedule. Like the Bucks have five games in seven days. Like most teams mm-hmm. do, like four or five. Like it's crazy. Ooh, That's crazy. Last games is on Sunday too, right? Yes, mm-hmm. sir. I, I think about they push Sunday, back. Don't they? Everybody plays like originally they were trying to have everybody play in the same time spot, but apparently there's been pushback from the players because um, like certain people like play like the night before and they're like we need more rest. So, mm-hmm. um, but don't quote me on that. I just saw like a tweet from Shams earlier. Mm. LeBron yeah, James. LeBron James. <laughs> He is expected to return to the Lakers this week. Looks like AD done woke up. Man, yeah, he back. He let everybody know. Like, it ain't he, sweet. Was, he sure was hollering that. It ain't sweet. You better come on. <laughs> come on with the come on, man. It ain't sweet. I was, you got a couple more games to keep doing that. That's, that was a whole ass effort, my guy. Because right here. before that, you was holding on your ankle. We here. We're back spasms. He here. Like, which one like, is it, bro? I was like, he holds on to his ankle, but he got back spasms. Grabbing his ankle. Oh my god, he got the wrong injury and shit. <laughs> it's like when you see somebody like it hurts so bad, my he left ankle, but they put it. Nah, bro, it hurt him all the way down to his ankle, huh? Yeah, man, that, that's how you know it was no joke, man. It should hurt. Let me <laughs> let me get a prediction from you, Ken. I got four games left, including tonight. I want to know what you think your record's going to be over these last four. You got the Knicks tonight. You got the Rockets tomorrow. Which is Wednesday. You got the Pacers Saturday, and you got the Pelican Sunday. Uh, we're gonna win on. We're gonna win up. Four all. Yeah, I'm for four all. I'm iffy about the Knicks though. I ain't gonna lie to you, but um, Knicks I'm still, I think we're gonna go. Huh? Knicks would be all a problem. Yeah, yeah Brian that's ducking the Knicks. That's how you want to come back. Brian <laughs> yeah, ducking the Knicks. Not playing the Knicks. Yeah, it's just AD hey, out there. They go. They go sweat them. They go. Hey, they go make. They go make Caruso cough that ball up, bro. Hey man, he <laughs> rose been balling too, man. Hey, yeah. yeah, we don't got no guards like that, so we gonna get they gonna be already cooking. I can see y'all doing three one. So three, yeah, one. but um, ideally, I, I feel we at least we gonna win three. We might, um, like I said, we gonna struggle with the next for sure. But I, I'm confident that we can win out for sure. And even I if I don't. <laughs> I was gonna say Isaiah Thomas is on Twitter like y'all need to pick me up come get me mm-hmm. I can help y'all right now yeah, for this, this stretch run low key. Mm, pick him up man. we might need to man y'all ain't yes. making no moves bro y'all gonna try to power through and you already know throw your own and then make the same come back and play in and get y'all ass bounced let me ask, let me, I was gonna ask let me ask you this for real do you really think that where the Lakers are seated matters or do you not see them coming out the, the west like in the playing game, like going into the season. 
I think I know where she was going with that. But like, does it matter where they end up? Like, you know, play in versus six seed versus five. Like, is there uh, is there anywhere in the playoff pecking order where you hope that they don't land? Um, to be honest, I do not want to play Utah first. Um, like, finally, we got to get past Golden State and everything. But I would not want to play Utah for sure. Um, I'm confident. That no matter where we are, that we can pull it out and, and run it back. I'm sure we Fully healthy. If we, yeah, if we, definitely, if we, we, come, if we can come back fully healthy for sure. But even a little banged up and we, uh, LeBron, come back and play, you know, as we expect LeBron to play, I'm very confident that we can we can come back and run it back. Mm, y'all will have to play Ghost. As of right now, y'all have to play, yeah, play Ghost. State. Mm-hmm. And then if you lose, you're going to have to play with some young whippersnappers running y'all ass down court. <laughs> and either the Spurs or the, the Grizz, bro. Like, I y'all going to be tired of shit from that ass from Golden State if y'all lose. Hey, the little, them young you. Grizzlies be clamping. That's what I'm saying. They give them a headache. They play some defense, fam. Y'all holding up the I'm good on them, bro. And then you got the Spurs. I honestly think that the way that is laid out right now with the Lakers in seven and the Warriors in eight, like those are, I think those are going to be the two teams that make it in. Yeah. To so turn around and play the Jazz in Utah. I think the Lakers yeah. can beat the Jazz. I'm first yeah. round matchups is going to be wild in the West. I'm, I'm looking at the standards now. It's like that one seed is really important. Like I'm looking yeah. at it from like the Jazz and the Sun standpoint because it's like, okay, you end up in two, Lakers fall to a play in, like, that means first round, you probably get the Lakers if they win and stay at seven. Then second round, you get the Clippers. Woo. Yeah, that's good. Well, I mean, assuming that, they, you know, like, if it yeah. goes chalk, like, you go Lakers, Clippers, then Jazz or Nuggets. Like, mm. the West, whoever come out of that motherfucker, definitely deserve it. Because even so, if you place the Mavs, like, their issue. They're gonna work you. It's you not like Portland. <laughs> That's an issue. Yeah. Like it ain't it ain't sweet nowhere. One through eight, this is gonna be a problem somewhere. <laughs> and seven and eight is gonna be Golden State and the Lakers if, if, if everything goes here. the way people think it's supposed to. Wait, like, what? Be here. <laughs> what? <laughs> when we make it to the finals, say la vie, because y'all be tired as fuck trying to play whoever comes. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the thing that in the East, I was like, like, dang, because with Boston before Jalen Brown got hurt, I was like, they're going to be a dangerous seed because we don't ever really know what this team is because they've been they injured all- a lot. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's been a weird season. So I was yeah. like, mm, the Celtics, they're going to give somebody some problems. And then the Heat, and I'm like, I just, you, we know what Spoke can do. <laughs> we yeah. know how they Jimmy Butler fire. turns it up. <laughs> And, and the thing uh, is, like, they've been really good when Jimmy's played. Like, the reason that they're exactly. so, like, they're so bad is because Jimmy was out for, like, most of the first half of the season. Mm-hmm. But, like, when Jimmy's played, like, they're, like, up there with – well, not quite up there with, like, the top three teams. They're, they're next better team. than the Knicks. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's – I don't know. Yeah, if like, might end up being a four seed. Honestly, if you <laughs> if you weren't somebody who watched the NBA a lot, like this would be a great playoffs to tune into because it's going to be great matchups across the board here. For sure. Across the board. For sure. Hey, low key. The Knicks and Atlanta's tied at thirty eight and then Miami got thirty seven wins. We we would prefer to play of those three, Atlanta or New York? 
Atlanta. Yeah, the Knicks have a very stout defense, and like their offense has been like one of the tops in the league over the last month. I'm gonna make sure I'm not scared to like if I have yeah, I'm not scared between the three, like right. But it's, the, it's the path to where we have the most tired. <laughs> and we, like I don't want to play the Heat, but also like I kind of want revenge. So I do. Too. Like, if they do play the Heat, like I'm gonna be like, like how we did Boston. Let's go. Exercise. Yeah. Like honestly, that's the way I feel about it. Like. If you plan to win the NBA Finals, you are going to have to play some good teams. So I'm not ducking no smoke. Like if the Bucks are who I think they can be, then roll the ball out and let's play. Like let's hoop. Just just do it. Just hoop. Yeah, but I'm not going to intentionally make it more difficult. Like if we can get better, we can get better. Oh, no, no, I'm not worried. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, with you, I'm, with you, I'm with you. If I had my brothers, like you know, bring on the Celtics. <laughs> my brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I would prefer. Go ahead and win a couple games, sneak right on in there, and go ahead and play us first round. They're playing the Heat right now. Yeah, I'm watching. Yeah, Kimba uh, right went now. back to the locker room. Who did? Uh, Kimba. Damn. Um, Kimba. Like that. They hurt. Man. Man. So that's all. One more injury piece of uh, news. So for the second time in three years, Angela McCourty, who plays for mm. the Las Vegas Aces, she tore her ACL and her meniscus in her mm. right knee during a preseason game with the Sparks on Saturday. So she is going to miss this upcoming season. That absolutely sucks. That sucks <laughs> absolutely sucks. And um, yeah, it puts a little damper on what is going to be a, a great weekend of sports, given the fact that it's the last uh, weekend of the regular season for the NBA and the WNBA season kicks off on Friday. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to Candace Parker because she's still going to do like her TNT stuff like while she's playing in WNBA. So, oh. or at least the best that she can. Well, so she ain't leaving no bag behind. Hey, I don't blame her. <laughs> and I'm going to remind everybody again, just in case, you know, you were like, you know what, this year. I'm going to watch WNBA because I feel like the league has been gaining in popularity that someone might be like, you know what? I want some more of these games. Mm-hmm. WNBA League Pass is only $17. Yeah. WNBA League Pass is $17. That's a 20 piece. <laughs> you probably spend more than that on lunch today. So low key, especially if, especially if you DoorDash. Right? Especially if it's delivered. <laughs> <laughs> Check that out. I, I, I'm going to get me a, a subscription this season. Mm-hmm. I am as well. LA Sparks all day. We out here. I got to remember to get my, uh, my Liz Cambridge jersey. That's Bay. For sure. Cambridge. Bag back, my guy. That's <laughs> 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 real. Eric's like, yeah, hey. fam. Next week. <laughs> I'll see you. He ain't seen him. Put him up. Put your dukes up, see? So, so some transaction news. Oh boy, Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, they probably gonna sign that man Tim Tebow. Tebow time. It's another one of them stories where it's like, I don't care until the after training camp is over. Like if he if he's on the team after final cutdowns, then I'll have something to say. But for now, Michelle, they already have five <laughs> tight ends on that roster. <laughs> He's playing tight end, by the way. Tebow going to make a difference. (laughs) (laughs) I think we had five tight ends last year, didn't we? I mean, mean, going into camp, you normally have, you know. Right, like you want some depth. He's going to go into the season with 10 of them on the roster. Like the Bears. (laughs) Hey, yo. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Active roster. Sunday here's, game here's, day. Here's the crazy thing about the Jacksonville Jaguars tight end situation. Mm-hmm. Like, given the fact that he's being reunited with his college coach, like his Urban Meyer's team. Yeah. He might actually have a chance to make it when you look at who they actually have signed. They got they got Chris Manhurts, who signed in free agency and he's a blocker blocking catch. tight end. He has twelve catches in seventy career games. Don't catch. <laughs> Tim, Timbo could beat that out. Or I said Timbo. Timbo could beat that out. <laughs> Timbo. You got yeah. James. Uh, this is a, I believe Irish. There you go. He has eighty eight catches in six seasons. He's the he's more of a regular tight end for regular regular. He's not bad. We lose Camille again. Yeah. And Tim. Yeah. Why? Well, shit. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go. Let's go, kid. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Oh, and we will hit the audible quick, like oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> scramble play and shit. <laughs> no, seriously, like what were the odds? Like we lost Camille and Tim at the same time. At the same like, time. Yeah. <laughs> what did y'all do while we were gone? <laughs> we, yeah, we, just, we, we were ready. We hey, were like, oh, let's go. We told Duke she to have to tug again. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, let's go. All right, my bad, y'all. Like I mentioned, I cannot wait to get back into the studio next week. <laughs> Other tight end, they got. We jinxed it earlier, <laughs> right? I never had this many problems <laughs> until y'all mentioned me freezing. Now I'm sitting here like technical difficulties. Who AOL dial up. <laughs> <laughs> you, hey, yeah. I got like, like, runner over here and shit. Wait, I saw a viral tweet earlier this week where it was like, uh, "What's something that young people today wouldn't believe? Like we actually used to have to do." And somebody was like, "That the internet used to come on a CD." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Damn. AOL came in the mail. Yep. That's crazy. Excited to download the he new one. Ooh, 4.0. <laughs> He's like, I wouldn't mind. I'm not going to lie. Tebow was one of my favorite. Reggie Bush and Tim Tebow are my two top, like, favorite college, like, football players ever that I enjoy watching. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that Tim, that Tim Tebow will come and make a, make a change and they go into the Super Bowl playoffs, all that type of shit. But to see him on the roster and see him actually, like, um, you know, actually giving him a shot and he's actually productive, that would mm-hmm. be kind of dope to see. I'm not going to lie. See, I think that uh, – actually, now I'm, I'm thinking more on it. Tebow could be more so, like, they probably use him like they've been wanting to use him or everybody might use him like he's been wanting to use him. He's more like a read option quarterback uh, – yeah. Uh, and he could probably play that H back role. He could probably get like Tyson Hill. He could probably yeah, be just like Tyson, yeah, Hill. Tyson yeah, Hill. That's probably how yeah. he envisions him. So I can see him in the the Swiss Army knife role. I can see him doing that for Jacksonville. I believe honestly he's the only one that has that kind of skill set amongst them tight ends to be able to do something like that, anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the quarterbacking skills weren't great to begin with, so let's not act like. <laughs> hey, he got a playoff win on that arm. I don't want though. Hey, that was an exciting <laughs> game. I won't lie. Like, he got a playoff win. That was on a that great. Run. That was a really good game, though. Like, didn't they cause an earthquake in Denver with that game? I, yeah, I think. It was, I think so. I think it, I remember it was either them or it could have also been Seattle too. But I remember it was, beast, one. It was a beast quake. Beast mode. Yeah. Oh. He started an earthquake when he had. 
<laughs> Marshawn Lynch is a legend. Yeah. Uh, other signing news, the Colts are signing former Chiefs left tackle Eric Fisher to a one-year deal. So protecting the the new the new franchise there. And they're not going to make him play like right away. They want to make sure that he's completely healed. That way he's all good to go. Mm-hmm. And then they'll uh, – They'll ease him back into the line. He's a, he's a left tackle, but they they really went out, kind of like what everybody been saying. They Patty ain't have a line in the Super Bowl, <laughs> so they went out, got rid of all the old linemen. Eric Fisher's one of them, and then they replaced him with all new line. Well, Eric Fisher's a new one for them, but Patty yeah. got a whole new line, bro. They got him what he needed. We'll see how it no, goes. I mean, that's that's why he wasn't in uh, Kansas City. They cut him for for cap for salary reasons, so. From Kansas City to uh, Indianapolis. In the NBA, J. Cole going from America to Africa. He is. <laughs> <laughs> he is joining the, the Basketball Africa League. I didn't realize that he was 36 years old. I thought J. Cole was closer. Like, we around the same age, yes. But I thought mm-hmm. that he was, like, closer in age to me. Yeah. Then I, yeah, I did, too. Yeah. But... <laughs> I thought he was like your age. Yeah, man. I, I didn't think he was 36. He also dropped a documentary on Monday and he has an album coming out on Friday. So Cole is. Yeah, here. He always disappeared and come back doing everything. I should have known when his album cover was a basketball uh, hoop on fire. I should have known it was some something to do with something. <laughs> the fucker is coming. How do you think he's going to do? I mean, he's a 36-year-old dude that never played college basketball with 17 pounds of hair. Like, I'm not very hopeful. 17 yeah. pounds of hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... I mean... But, I mean, it's a good look I for mean, the basketball Africa League. Like, it gets eyes on the product and... yeah. I mean, he was I mean, signed Kenneth to Reed had a whole one. bunch of hair. Yeah, I mean, yeah. who? Yeah, he's actually a legitimate he's NBA player. Like, Jake Cole need every advantage that he can get at this point. I'm true to 36 going against these. Ooh, he's gonna go down there with all the freak athletes and shit. Because uh, with Mamdi from That's there, and Siakam from there, it was, it was, it was a little racist, a little racist. A little racist. <laughs> I wasn't and then player, what do you mean? Like these player types have been coming from that league. And so you okay. have to go down there as a thirty six. Oh, it's not free it's not freak athletes in the Euro League. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dixon. Back at Tim. You just make the assumption that the basketball Africa League is no right, Africa uh, League. Just keep on going. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you are you know how this goes, bro. You, you know, you know how this goes. And the MLB. Arapuls, he was cut by the Los Angeles Angels on Thursday, which ended uh, <laughs> his decade with the team. I didn't realize he was already 41 years old. I didn't realize he was still playing. Mm-hmm. He had that big-ass contract. Yeah, yeah that 10-year contract. He ended last year or that. <laughs> so I'm staying off every day. Hey, but he definitely a Hall of Famer, though, man. The mm-hmm. stats he oh, put up. Um, I think he claims he's still trying to catch on with another team. Like he ain't. He if he has his way, he ain't done. Although you know, sub two hundred batting average probably says he is. He said he, he, he's determined. Sense. He's determined to play first base. But the problem in LA was that they already have an everyday first baseman who he's not playing better than, and he's not batting better than someone beyond mm-hmm. DH. So it's like 
Yeah, because they got Otani and that motherfucker is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bro, the damn pitcher is leading the league in home runs. Oh. Like, what? <laughs> he is cold. <laughs> leading the damn league in home runs, the pitcher. And then he's striking your ass out on the other side. Uh, he cold, bro. He is definitely cold. That's what you do when you play the show, when you crank yourself and shit. Yep. <laughs> you <do> everything. <laughs> and I don't know if you played this year's game, but they try to force you to be a two-way player. Oh, for real? Probably Man, in... in that's a, an efficiency that needs to be exploited more. Like, I get it. Like, it's hard to be, like, a top-level pitcher and top-level hitter. But, like, there's no reason that pitchers should be that garbage at hitting. Like, yeah. <laughs> at least dedicate some time in the batting cage. It's like, <laughs> it ain't like you're pitching every day anyway. Like, Exactly. You're kind of using different muscles to throw and hit. So, it's not like, you know, you're using up your arm. You said spend some time, dang it. Right. <laughs> Especially, like, naturally, pitchers, like – yeah. Why get up there and embarrass yourself? Well, them arms is they they do a lot of work on them arms. In between, uh, we got arrested a lot, like literally rested. So some some probably feel like they can't get them swings in. The Athletic reported there are five particular coaches on the hot seat in the NBA. You got Terry Stotts with the Portland Trail Blazers. You got Nate Bjork. How you say his last name? Bjork. Bjorkwin. Bjorkwin. With the Pacers, you got Mike Budenholzer with the Milwaukee Bucks. You got Luke Walton with the Sacramento Kings. And you got Scott Brooks with the Washington Wizards. Of these five coaches, which one do you think is most likely to be let go? Indiana coach. Jose, yeah. if, you, if you have been paying attention to, <laughs> yeah, he got to the media over the last week, like it's he not like he, he fired already. Yeah, he out of there. Yeah. Do y'all want to give a, a recap of uh, – oh. What happened I mean, I only have, like, the high-level details because it was a long-ass piece that detailed, like, all the different issues that he's having with other coaches within the organization, the players. Like, um, it's just a bad situation there. But essentially, like, he's uh, his demeanor and his uh, interactions with the players are leaving a lot to be desired. Um, you know, he's he's not considered genuine to the players. Like, T.J. Warren, apparently, like, he was – Bjorkman used to be an assistant in Phoenix when Warren was there. And when Warren found out that he was being hired as a head coach, he was like, get me out of here. Warren claims that that's not necessarily true, but I'm sure there's something there. If it's not like he outright asked for a trade, like he wasn't on board from Jump Street. Um, uh, It wasn't part of the report, but like last week, one of his assistants got into a screaming match on court (laughs) with one of the players like it's just it's not a happy situation, and the fact that all these leaks came out under a first year head coach, like mm-hmm. that means that you've lost like the confidence of the entire organization because people don't usually do that until they're ready to get you out of here. Usually that comes like year year three, year four. Yeah. That player said to the coach, "Sit the f down." That's what got the coach all upset. If you didn't see the clip, mm-hmm. like he didn't play defense on one end, the coach was chewing him out. He came back on the other end, hit a three. And as he was running back on defense, he looked at his coach and he said, <laughs> shut the F up or sit the F down. Something along them lines, but you don't tell another grown man, like, no, you can't do that. But yeah, I definitely think he's going to be Indiana head coach. In case you were wondering why Mike Budenholzer's name was there, uh, that's if the Bucks flame out in an embarrassing fashion in this playoffs, which isn't really much of a surprise. No, but also be careful what, you know, what you wish for, because I'm not sure there's a better coach on the market at the current time. So, you know, obviously if they lose first round, like, yeah, you should probably make a move. 
if you play in Brooklyn second round and you lose, but it's not embarrassing, like you ran into a, a good team at a bad time. Right. Like, right. Y'all might recall DK Metcalf, Metcalf went viral last season when he chased down uh, Baker on that pick. It was looking like a pick six. And but it was. Yeah, DK put them burners on and was gone. The U.S. track and field tweeted after that a lighthearted invitation. You know, hey, why don't you come test your speed against some real speed if, you know, you're you that fast, if that's, you know, that cool of a clip. Sounds some shit Tim would tweet out. And, <laughs> and Metcalf was like, all right, cool, see you there. And then he literally had his agent call the next day and he started working to try to figure out if he could actually place for the Olympics. He's like, let's try this out. He went to a USATF event this past weekend, competed to try to see if he can get that, you know, that time to make, you know, Olympic trials. He had to run a 10-2 or better, which I was like, they list a 10.05 as automatic qualifying standard. And that's for a 100 meter yard race, like 10 seconds, 100. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) listen. Now, DK actually came in, and the first reported time was 10.36 seconds, but the official time listed on the uh, USATF site is 10.37. Regardless of such, it's fast. It's a big man. shit, bro. He's big as fuck. (laughs) It don't make no damn sense to be that damn big and that fast, bro. Like, that's crazy. Like, it was wild. But he finished last among the nine in his heat. And 15th out of 17th overall who competed. Uh, Isaiah Young was an American who had the lowest time of the first two heats. And at 100, with a 10.09 speed. Mm-hmm. Some fast dudes, but DK ain't got nothing to uh, trip over. That's no. impressive. I, think I mean, he hung with him. Hell yeah, he was yeah. right there. Shit, it ain't like, like, bro, it's it's not his job or profession as a, <laughs> to work out just for track, like. When they want to do their forty yard dashes, it's probably the most track that they be doing mm. <laughs> because they give these coaches to learn how to take off and stuff like that. But outside of that, like that's not they feel. So for him to be able to kind of get in kind of the kind of shape to be able to compete at an event like that in the first place is kudos for him to be able to at least be in that heat and not even finish dead last. Like you was fifteen of seventeen, so I, I beat somebody. Hey, <laughs> like, yeah, imagine wanna, like if. Sorry, go ahead. No, what you saying? No, no, I was gonna say I would imagine like if he was actually like a full time dedicated track athlete, like he definitely wouldn't be that big, which would help him be faster. Mm-hmm. So like being two thirty, whatever he is, like six four, two thirty. It's actually like a hindrance and <laughs> wide receiver. <laughs> Looking like six, a linebacker. Chasing Man. down tr- other track stars, bro. He say. in track events. And like maybe it was just the angle, but it seemed like he was like in, like he slowed he ran he out of gas a, near the yeah. end, right? He also did run that race like that wasn't his race. He actually was a relay race uh, racer when he was like actually participating in track back mm-hmm. in the days old. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, shout out to you, Metcalf. Like yeah, DK, that was, that's, that was, that was no, impressive. So, so DK did ten three seven, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you think you could do to him? Shit, 15 and some change. <laughs> <laughs> He's badass Achilles, bro. At, um, at, at, if you were, if your Achilles wasn't hurting, what you right. think at, you could do? At peak, peak Tim, could you break 11? Shit, I don't know. Could you break 12? 
I feel like 11 is, is, is I've, I've never done a 100 meter. And that was one of my things that I wish I would have at least attempted is track, but track was doing baseball. Mm. So I never did. But track coach kept trying to get me. <laughs> he definitely kept I trying to was. get me. But I was like, it, it was doing baseball season. So you know, I was like, I'm going to dedicate 40? it to baseball. Yeah, I ran a 40. What was that? 452. Mm. Impressive. Like, <laughs> like that was, yeah, that was, that was one time I got it, but that was, I was 19 at that time. I felt like I was faster yeah, at like 25 I than I was at 19 because I know for damn sure after coming out the military, I was hella, I was a lot faster than I was before I went in. Shit, I, I should have did a 40 then. I should have did a 40 then. Oh, so Shit, that's when I did this one. <laughs> I'm tripping. <laughs> apparently, apparently the, Oakland, uh, the Oakland A's are going to start exploring relocation possibilities after MLB suggested that the organization consider moving to other cities if they don't get that Howard Terminal Stadium proposal through. The A's have, of course, said they want to remain in Oakland. And they, of course, want to build a $12 billion mixed-use development. But, you know... 12? 12. One, two billion. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a mixed-use development. So it wouldn't just be a stadium, but also, like, apartments and office space. There better be a lot of apartments and office space (laughs) for $12 billion. Jerry Jerry World was one... Like, how many billions was Jerry World? I don't know, but this is also on the water... In Oakland. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, real, real estate alone is probably going to put you over Jerry World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the, on the, on the water? On the water. That's prime real estate. Yeah, uh, AT&T Stadium costs $1.1 billion. And you talking about 12? You trying you blowing Jerry World out the water. Out the water. And the LA Rams was $5 billion. And that's still double theirs. Mm. You need all that for the A's. Yeah, they said they wanted more <laughs> than just the stadium. <laughs> Bro. I mean, I guess I could understand that. Like, if if the Raiders were still there and it was like, uh, well, then again, like, did they? I think part of the part of the issue was that they were sharing a stadium. Um, but like again, like you can kind of ju- better justify it, I guess, a little bit if it's you know at least two major teams are sharing that same thing. But like for baseball only stadium with that's awesome. you know like with with your extra. Trinkets. Development around it. I still, I, I'm twelve billion is a lot for a baseball team. Like, like you said, like they're not. It's not like we're talking about an NFL team and their revenue or NBA and their revenue. It's like baseball market, eh. and they're sharing baseball a market team? with the with the Giants. Like, it's not even like they're the only team in the region. Like, it's the Giants are. I think the top. Like they're the they're usually premier there. team in the Bay, and like the, the A's are more like. I mean, people still the A's. and they're more like the white side. You know what I mean? Like they they have their fans, but like the the team in the region is the Giants. That's What's crazy about the the A stadium proposal is that if it went through as they proposed with all the other developments and whatnot, it would be the smallest stadium in the MLB. <laughs> that's still that's even worse. But how are y'all trying to defend this proposal? Yes, we're going to be the smallest stadium in the league, though. But we need everything else. We need 12 million for what? They need every piece. Hell so, up. some cities that they might end up uh, bouncing on over to. Number one on the list, of course, is Las Vegas. Naturally. 
I would actually be interested in watching the Vegas baseball team. I don't know. The <laughs> desert in the middle of summer. They're going to have to have that. Ooh. It's going to have to be a stadium. It's, it's going to yeah. have to have a roof on that. It's got it's to gotta be a dome. And one thing that's with me with Vegas sports teams is like, I actually love the fact that Vegas is getting sports teams because there's something I would love more than being on vacation in Vegas and being like, oh, let me just pop into a game real quick. Like, I saw that the the uh, <laughs> Ken has some message I never seen before. I pop up on the Zoom. I said, "What is this?" <laughs> but um, no, like they got some new section they're adding with like right on the the end zone, and it's like all these different couches, and it's like a luxury experience. And I was like, if I was in Vegas, and it's like not my team playing, but like I'm there in this a, a Raiders game. Like, yes, I want that experience. Yes. <laughs> Lace me out on in the end like, I saw Jared Dudley was saying, you know, he he quote tweeted the thing about the A's possibly moving to Vegas. And he's like, ooh, that's fire, like, NBA next. And, like, I'm sure they that's on their list. But it's also, it's like, Vegas ain't that damn big. Like, no, you can't have that many to teams. support, like, they already have hockey. They already have NFL. Now they're getting, possibly getting MLB. They have WNBA, like. The there aren't that many. Though. There aren't that many cities that are currently supporting that many professional sports teams. So well, throwing in another it's one. It's Vegas, I though. I'm about to say the amount of traffic and the amount of people that they come in and out. If they are marketing the sports team more as another attraction, then yeah, I would come down there and watch, catch a game, you know, and shit like that. If that's something that I wanted to do, like, or if you're down on a business trip, yeah, catching a game in a luxury box somewhere would be a thing to do. So you provide more for the celebrities that be coming in and out of Vegas on a regular basis as well. So like the but is that adding, is, like is that actually adding? Like, are people coming to go to a sporting event? Because it's already it's people that are already going to be in Vegas that are already going to be spending money. Like it's just moving around the money that's already going to be spent in Vegas because like their permanent population isn't changing. You know what I mean? Like true. So like I mean, their actual like fan base is. Capped. And again, like if, if they're like, okay, well, you know, we got Raiders season tickets already and we got the Golden Knights season tickets already, like we can't afford to then have season tickets because that's where bulk of your ticket sales come from is season tickets. So, I mean, on the flip side, <laughs> I, think, I think the Raiders, they already sold out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, to the flip side, the amount of tourists that come down here that's willing to splurge on your city and maybe like is if, another you know, thing. Like if you can get the casinos and shit to buy up like a lot of your stuff, mm-hmm. like then they can use that to send people. Like that's another perk that they can use. Like it's just an ecosystem of money flowing around that bitch. That's all. yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> casino money getting flipped over in uh, fucking hotels and shit. And I, think, I will say I think it was teams. important to be one of the first ones. Like if you're for sure you're Johnny come lately, like it may not be as sweet as you know Golden Knights like, and. If Raiders you're the NBA are. and you're trying to get there, you better get there before the A's actually do move there. Yeah. Like, I definitely put, like, you, yeah, that's a great point. You definitely don't want to be the last team into the market. <laughs> Unless you got, like, a superstar, in which case you probably, oh, really good. Right. So, I'm trying to wait for Ken to, I'm, I know Ken, I'm trying to wait for Ken to come back he before I break up to, Bro, I, I thought of Ken immediately when I see it. I was like, yeah. He gonna I'm going to just this. move. I'm going to move forward now. Mosey on. To the fact that oh there, there he is, 
All right, well, yeah. Hey, bye. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome it back. Was just out shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was lights flashing in that motherfucker, bro. Like, what the fuck is going on? Mind your business, nigga. Mind your business. lights and shit. There is going to be a nine part Lakers documentary series day. Oh, yes. On Hulu mm-hmm. in 2022. Apparently, this series is going to cover the past four decades of the Lakers, starting with Jerry Buss purchasing the organization back in 79. It's going to include new interviews from over 35 people like the Buss family, Pat Riley, Phil Jackson, Magic Johnson, Shaq, Kareem. You're going to get an in-depth look at that Showtime Lakers, <laughs> the Kobe Bryant and the Shaq years, and as well as the most recent title won by LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And we're going to cover it all. So, Ken, how excited are you to see this? I, I wish it was coming out tonight. Like, what you mean? Like, I, <laughs> I want to see it right now, God damn it. Um, no, I think it's going to, even if, of course, even if you're not a, um, a Laker fan, it's going to be enjoyable. Like, Everybody knows about the Lakers. Like, the Lakers is this, you know, storied franchise and everything. So, even if you're not a Laker fan and you just enjoy basketball or you just enjoy, you know, just being a basketball fan, you go enjoy the documentary, man. I'm geeked for it. I'm ready. I'm definitely excited. I'm actually looking forward to it, too. Hey. I didn't. I actually liked the Kobe Shaq years. Even though I didn't fuck with Kobe, I really was a big Shaq fan. Huge Shaq fan. I love you. I was I was a real big Shaq fan. So uh, like, I would be interested to see like how that. I mean, because he he had his own aura in the way he did his own shit too. So that was the the issue was the the clash of the egos. So I'm really curious as the dynamic. I mean, like, hey, Kobe told me all Shaq said. Like, damn. So. Where, who am I supposed to listen to, bro? <laughs> like what did Phil say? Like God damn, all right. Where we going? Phil just ain't worried about him. Right. right I'm exactly. very much looking forward to seeing this because I mean, one of my favorite ESPN Thirty for Thirties is the Celtics versus the Lakers one. That was like a three part documentary yeah. series. Like uh-huh. that was fun to watch. Just looking at those two franchises and their history together. So one on just the Lakers. I'm definitely dope. interested. To that point, I have a question for y'all. So. <clears throat> We got the Lakers, Celtics team. We got the last dance. I think we're supposed to be getting something on KG soon. Um, so what what team or organization or what, what sports story do you most want to see, like a last dance type documentary, like a multi-part in-depth? This is the history of everything. Because I, I got mine, so I can start. But I, want to, like, I don't want to produce by them, but I want to see a WWE thing. Like I want to see like – you know, get together like all the key players, like fuck Hulk Hogan, but like I would still want like him to be a part. You know what I mean? Like I want like the you know somebody that can like craft a narrative, like like takes you from you know Vince taking over the company to present day, and just like hit the key points and have all the key players. Like yeah, that'd be some truth. Some again, like I don't want the WWE version of that story. Like I want an actual like ESPN thirty for thirty. Yeah. Legitimate filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be dope. Let's get AEW. That'd be dope. <laughs> <laughs> so so just tell, shit on tell them, go ahead. I was going to say, it'll yeah. just be like, these things ain't shit. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> go get A&E to have them do the uh, documentary. And that's pretty by WWE. It could be a lot. The uh, Dark Side of the Ring? No, you said A&E. I mean, A&E. 
Like A and E is WWE. Dark Side of the Ring, like that's separate. It's, yeah. Dark Side of the Ring comes on Vice. It's on Vice. Ah, Vice. Yeah. yeah. Them. Tell them to go ahead and do that. I definitely want to see the Warriors Dynasty. I definitely want to yeah, see something on them. That'd be a good one. Go, go, like going from Steph when, when Steph got drafted to whenever Steph retired. I want to see the <laughs> whole career arc because I want to know what they was talking about when they was like, if you would have known the things that we mm-hmm. went through during our last season with KD. The championship would even blah, blah, blah. Like, what are you talking about? I want to hear that conversation of why the Bucks turned them down. I know it was the ankles and shit, but I want to hear that conversation. Steph Curry won. Also, Steph Curry won. I know. I was like, it was the ankles. Seven. Like, they liked them. It was just the ankles. It was they were shaky on the ankles, bro. <laughs> they were trying to make the playoff then. It, was like, <laughs> it makes sense. Like, I under, I completely yeah. understand why the Bucks was like, let me get Monta instead of, Monta instead of Steph. I completely get it. Probably I'd also love to see. Yeah, I'd also love to see it since on the Packers, um, especially given how they've effed up two different quarterback transitions at this point. <laughs> uh, let me see them years. Let me see that story. Let me see a, a Patriots thing. Let me see what's, what's really real with, with Brady and Belichick. Yeah. Some, I mean, I guess that got spicy in the last couple of years, but I feel like, well, I guess you got to play gay. You got the Randy Moss here. Like, like yeah, it was. Like, I was thinking, like, they were just kind of, like, Spursian in a way where it's like, you don't get much drama, but then Aaron Hernandez, okay, yeah. You gotta go like, yeah. It's still winning championships. Yeah, the fight gate and all of that shit, bro. The a Tyson game. documentary. It's... Let me get a Tyson, something on Tyson. Yeah. That'd just be dark. <laughs> <laughs> so with WWE. <laughs> that's fair. But I mean, like, that's the, the, that's yeah, the you got the rock out, uh, He's the only shiny member. Batista said that he ain't uh he ain't Drax no more after this. Oh really? Someone we'll tweeted see. like Drax is He's trying to act back now. <laughs> no, nah, he was saying that like um he'll be fifty something. Fifty I think he's fifty one now, but he'll oh, be like fifty three when Guardians like, three comes out. And he's like, I can't, you know, like stuff gonna start sagging in a minute. Like I can't be <laughs> running around with my shirt off. That was it. Yeah, he don't want to be, he don't, he, yeah, yeah. He got in wrestling late. Like I think he older than the Rock. Oh yeah, yeah. He had a whole career before he started wrestling as like a body uh, security and uh, yeah, bouncer. Yeah, again. These motherfuckers with some real bad asses. You out here talking about the net. Like, you just some thongs and shit. All right. <laughs> you All right, soldier. hands on you. <laughs> Big soldier. Yeah, Rock 49, Batista 52. Well, I ain't know he was that old. He said he don't uh, he Speaking said of soldier, like, he got into it with somebody from Milwaukee. Like, y'all remember uh, Deontay Garrett? Play for him. Yeah. Yeah, apparently they had, like, a little back and forth because he laughed at him for saying he was, like, the most influential rapper or something. He was Iowa State, didn't he? Yeah. Had had a little cup of coffee in the in the league. Mm-hmm, I remember. A, cu- a cup of coffee. A cup of coffee. Yeah, mm-hmm. farther than most people get. Yeah. Facts. But speaking of soldiers, beef with wrestlers, backlash. Excuse me, WrestleMania <laughs> backlash is this Sunday. <laughs> I'm gonna just quickly read through the card. Y'all tell me if it's a match that you would be interested in watching. Okay. okay. I'm gonna start from the bottom and work my way up. So. Stipulation right. to be announced. We don't know what this matches thing's going to be at this moment, but Damian Priest versus The Miz. Lumberjack nah. match. You said think, what kind of match? I, I think they said Lumberjack. Nah, I'm good. I like The Miz, though, but I'm good on that. Yeah, I'm good on that. Yeah, no, nah, I'm good. 
SmackDown tag team title match, Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. Wow. Yes. Against Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. That's going to be a good match. Uh, believe me when I say Dominic Mysterio has developed very well into a good wrestler, and this is his moment. I told Sam, I was like, when they finally get a push to get the tag team titles, they go go on a run because Dominic Mysterio is actually really good now. Like, I really love <laughs> Dominic Mysterio. Like, that's what oh, I said. Like, when he first seen. showed up to what he is now in that time frame, watching his development, I'm like, dog, like, he actually pretty fucking good. And, he, and he's, he has a, uh, he's a bigger uh, guy. So, He's not even like a normal cruiserweight size. So I'm like, he can, I can see him get like a, a little singles push in the, like the Intercontinental title or something like that too. Oh, he's taller. I don't know if he's bigger. I wasn't even thinking of his development in that way. I was thinking the fact like he was really on wrestling as a kid or with a custody <laughs> match with him and Eddie Guerrero. Like that's what I was thinking of. I'm like, wow, you went from custody matches to actually being in a wrestling, like you actually wrestling for titles now. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. They might win. Yeah. I, I want to see that. Mm-hmm. We got a triple threat match for the Raw Women's title with Charlotte Flair, Asuka, and Rhea Ripley. That should be good. I would good. do. Yeah. What I they got Rhea. Flair doing right now is interesting. It's like she just came back and just started shitting on the entire locker room. Like she's literally coming in on Mondays and be like, I'm the best. Y'all here to see me. Like y'all can't do shit about it. So, like, so what I'm going to do, because I know who I am and what I can do, I'm just going to yeah. say I'm in this triple threat. And what you going to yeah. do about it? <laughs> that sounds a lot like what they just did with Roman Reigns, but pretty much letting her just like, hey, listen, I know who I am. I'm a flair. Fuck what y'all talking about. I do what I want. I want the show. Right. I mean, <laughs> so that's pretty much how she been rolling. I'm like, ah, okay. I don't see nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm with that. You have the SmackDown Women's Title match with Bailey and Bianca Belair. Bay. Of course, I'm gonna watch that. Wait, yeah. Sasha ain't get her rematch. Uh, they had a rematch, I think, on a, a SmackDown. That don't oh. count. Yeah. You know how they be, they're not, technically, they don't have rematch clauses. That's wild. Yeah, I would imagine, like, they know that that was a money match the first time, so they probably save it for, like, a SummerSlam or some shit before they do an actual rematch. Mm-hmm. Plus, Bailey's cold, so it's not like she's trash. <laughs> Normally, backlash, like, if it's yeah. WrestleMania backlash, it would insinuate to me that there's going to be some rematches. rematches. I'm glad it's not. Because like I just I just saw them on like, Monday and, and Friday the right after we like bro what is this <laughs> we just see this on Saturday and Sunday you have a triple threat match for the WWE title with Braun Strowman Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley that's been interesting too but I think Bobby Lashley will win yeah, gotta keep Bobby Bobby, uh, Bobby champ until they can get him against Brock yeah I hope so I mean to y'all point like they did just like. Like, this is pretty much a rehash of WrestleMania. They just threw a little razzle-dazzle on, on the harder matches. Like, mm. the triple threat match is just a rematch, but they threw another dude in. The women's Raw women's title is basically a rematch. They just threw another woman in. The Miz and Damian Priest were in the same match. Mm. Dominic, <laughs> the Mysterios and Ziggler and Rude, like, they weren't technically on WrestleMania, but they had their match like the SmackDown before. So, that's basically a rematch. Like, But for the WWE Universal title match. They got Cesaro and Roman Reigns. That's new. Yeah, I'm going to watch that. Yeah, it's going to be a nice little... Uh, it's going to be a couple matches I'm looking forward to. Okay, okay, okay. I'll check it out. <gasps> We're vaccinated. We can watch wrestling together again. Oh, shit! We can do that. It sucks that this would be the first one back. This is... Not too excited, but hey. That's fair. 
So last piece of news. So last week we talked about the Kentucky. Jesus, we talked about the Kentucky <laughs> Derby winner, Medina Spirit, <laughs> and then we found out since that moment that uh, cheating, cheating. The, the horse was on steroids. <laughs> yeah, right. like they weren't finna go ahead and piss test. They're like, hey, listen, you weren't even supposed to win. So <laughs> you didn't think it was good drug test? Yeah. At first, the the uh, the jockey or the the trainer was like, what? How dare you? Never. And then he came out and said, actually, that steroid was in the ointment that we were putting on the horse. Oh, they used the cream? <laughs> yeah, like, we were treating the horse something else. We didn't realize that was in there. Our oh, bad. Shit. That motherfucker had the gall to blame cancel culture Duh. for like, white people just be throwing buzzwords out, like should be devoid of all meaning. Yeah, I didn't even know. I was like, does that make sense? It it doesn't no one's like, canceling you. Like, no, you cheated, just, my guy. Right. Cheeto picked it up too on his little blog or whatever. The fuck, he's like his tweets into the void now. Like he's talking about, like this, you know, what's happening in the Kentucky Derby is what's wrong with the, uh, you know. Oh, I think like, he, he linked it to like the fucking border or some shit. I'm like, what the fuck are you even talking about right now? Keep like, that motherfucker banned, bro. People be believing. That's the part that tripped mm-hmm. me out. Like y'all really read that stuff and be like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and that's kind of like why I'm like. I'm happy, like, I haven't had to think about them essentially since January 20th, but it's, like, out of sight, out of mind, but that's probably dangerous, because, it's like, it's a lot of people that are still paying attention to them, and I have no access to, like, what the fuck you're talking about, like, which yeah, means, no coming, you know, coming back around, it's, like, it's gonna be, like, a culture shock again, because it's gonna be like, fuck this motherfucker again. Mm-hmm. It's very real for 2024. Yeah. yeah. Very, very real. Do we have well, any blow the whistles this week? That motherfucker, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In that case, let's get into the tech top five. Five, four, three, two, one. Tech top five. All right. So last week was the Marvel NBA draft. We were drafted. We got the idea from ESPN's The Jump, where we we cite our sources. Yeah, we do. We do. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) it was actually a tie between C and D. So I believe that was between Ken and Tim. Mm -hmm. Hey, congrats, gentlemen! Congratulations, brother! All these ties, bro. Your wife could have put you over. Yeah, she actually agreed that she was going to do D after she thought about it, and then never went back and put it. So, say like, no, she she went she went back and said D. Oh, wait, you were D, right? Yes. Yeah, oh, never mind. Good. She voted for you, Ken. You got screwed because she didn't like the Hulk. Right. <laughs> like, that was like that was like literally the last vote that came in was hers. I, get that. <laughs> so I, I was get like, it. dang, okay. But yeah, that was a good one. This week we are doing the top five most listened to artists that we had in high school. So this was also inspired by a tweet that was going around. And the gentleman in that tweet was just pretty much like, Hey, I want you to answer this question. I want you to be honest about it. I don't want you to say anything that you think is cool or anything like that. But like, what were the five most listened to artists that you had when you were in high school? So we just going to count down who our top five those two artists was. And the thing that's really funny about this one, my list, 
if it's somebody who knew me in high school or just knows me well enough from college to remember what I like, like my list would be blatant. Like it'll be very easy to know which list is, <laughs> is my list. So Tim. Yeah, I was just going to say like y'all that came after me and came, like y'all had a much better like little time period of music. Just FYI. Cause like I was going through like what was hot when I was in high school. Mm. It really wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, shit, freshman year, here's one confessions in a college dropout drop. Man, and black album. Yeah, yeah. Was, so, I mean, I'm bad, saying like it, it gets better like as it goes along, but like my freshman and sophomore years, like some bullshit. <laughs> um, I was more R and B. I've always been big on R and B and stuff like that. Can I but guess your no-, no? Never mind. I'm not going to try you, to. You know my list. number one. You already yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> um, number. I guess uh, if I think back on it, number five would be uh, Kanye. Um, number four, I would say it was T.I. Okay. Number three, it was Music Soul Child. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two would be T-Pain. I, like, T-Pain had his run, started his run when we was in high school. Mm-hmm. And number one was uh, Neo. Yeah, so like I wanted to put Kanye on my list, but like we basically just got college dropout. Like I ain't really get happy until to like late registration. Like I listen to college dropout, but mm-hmm. um anyway, so to be clear, like my years are two thousand one and two thousand five. So I had Eminem at five, four was the game, three was mm. fifty cent, two was Usher, and one was Jay Z. Okay. Cause like Jesus. Wayne started his run when I was in college. Ti started his run when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Wait, say this one more time, Eric. You went through it quick. Sorry, five Eminem, four The Game, three Fifty Cent, two uh, Usher, and one Jay Z. The documentary is a great album. Man, yep. listen, it was it was <clears> excellent. <throat> yeah, like, it was that's excellent. a great album, dude. I think I listened to it like a year or two ago, and it's still it's still it's still That's an awesome album. All right, so I just want to say that if my list was was being pure, like mm-hmm. true, mm-hmm. a true list of mine would have had Robert Kelly on it. I'm just I mine say too. That. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> mine too. I a guess true list. Yeah, I guess would have had yeah, Robert. He did. Yep, for sure. It was banger after banger. After Robert banger. had a run for while real. I was in high school. I'm not sure if y'all remember she what that man born. did. I mean, he, the run, the, the run was like until he stopped his shit. Exactly, he stopped his <laughs> Like the R and R and B collection came out my first my freshman year. That's when Thoya Thoya came out, and then oh, hey, that's the remix. Hey, Thoya Thoya was cold. You think I'm singing? Then he had the Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. Then he had the gospel, the happy people you saved me. Then he had mm-hmm. TP three reloaded, mm-hmm. which is when we had the in the closets. Which if don't don't try to rewrite this because <laughs> when the first five was out, <laughs> it was must it was must hear radio. It was it must was. see TV. It was. And then my, the then my closet. Then my senior year, we had the double the double up album with I'm a flirt and same girl. So it was it was a run. It was it was a lot of R Kelly play, but uh, pedophile. So yeah. So, number five, number five on my list. I got the one one six clip. So for a year, let me, I'm, I'm gonna explain it. I'm gonna explain it. I'm gonna explain it. I'm gonna explain it. So for a year in my high school, I did not listen to any new secular rap music. 
Uh, yeah, I just yeah, yeah. I only listen to to. Uh, oh, you talking Christian about Lecrae? Rap. Yeah, Lecrae, okay. Lecrae, okay. Triple E, Tadashi. Yeah. That Triple whole group. E code. Yeah, Triple E is super yeah, cold. Triple E code. So I listened to a whole, yeah, listened to okay. a whole bunch of them dudes for like a year. It was only that, yeah. Proud and unashamed. It was only that and like old school R and B, which is when I became a really big Prince and Marvin Gaye fan. But neither here nor there. Number four, I got Lupe Fiasco because Lupe. Food and Liquor changed my life. <laughs> That was the first rap album that I heard when I got out of my gospel rap, and I was like, "Oh, people still rap rap like this is <laughs> like we got content and lyrics and bars and great beats." I was like, "Wow!" Like that's the album that got me back onto like secular music. So like Lupe, Lupe. Number three, she did not have any like really big albums during this time, but Lauren Hill. I played a lot of Lauren Hill while I was in high school. Even her. Uh, MTV album because when I was going through my secular cleanse, that was more of a gospel <laughs> album. So I listened to a lot of Lauryn Hill and The Miseducation and a lot of Fuji's. Number two, I got Avant because that was my boo. And then number oh, one, wow. Ken though, yeah, Ken looks yeah. like she was in love with Avant, like in love fun. with Avant. Like I had him all <laughs> over my wall. Like it was an Avant wall, just all Avant, all Avant. And then number one is Jay-Z. It was Black Album came out and I made a Black Planet page for the Black Album with my guy. <laughs> that concert. And it sent me back through the rabbit hole of just listening to everything that he's ever produced. So that's what really put me on was the Black Album. So that's my my top five. All right. So my top five is basically, you know, like everybody else said, um, People that I listen to, like heavy, like got me through shit through high school and all that. Um, and number five, John Legend. Listen, plenty, John Legend. Um, four, Dipset and Cameron. Like everybody that know me, like I was a heavy Cam fan. Like Killer Cam, that was, that's my nigga. Um, at three, Jay Z. Um, two, I used to go back and listen to old Biggie shit all the time. Um, yeah, still, Biggie. yeah, so Biggie was always that's always about been my number one, and then Kanye. Love Kanye, yo! I'm a huge Kanye fan. Yeah, the music speaks for itself. It was fun going back. I've been planning to make a playlist going back to the like this <clears> early two thousand doing one set the early two thousand the second set the, the second half because <clears> the string of music I have from high school through college. Let me tell you. Bangers, 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 bang! Y'all was there, bangers. <laughs> <laughs> that back half of the two thousands, that was that was. A it was time. heavy. It was yeah. heavy. Like Drake was coming on the Dream. Dream could do no wrong when he when he was going. Ooh, when he, I first yeah. heard Love Hate, he was killing everything. Year, yeah, Dream was killing everything. <laughs> See, Love Hate's album, I associate more with college because I listened to it more when I was an undergrad than I did when I was. Graduate. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it came out when I was actually in school. It might have been like the summer before mm-hmm. uh, undergrad. We both were 07, right? We're correct. I yeah. believe it came out that summer. I think so. Like, yeah. That's not right. Woo. Man, what a time. What a time. Made a lot of friends yeah. that summer. <laughs> oh, actually, <laughs> that album came out in December yeah. of 2007. Mm-hmm. That was a wild year, yo. 2007 had graduation and uh, what was the 50 Cent album that came uh, with it? That was trash. Oh, uh, before I destruct or something. Massacre. 
No, I want the massacre. No, I that was the one that had candy shop on it. Mm. I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember. But you remember the bet they had. But anyways, that's the show for this week. That's the top five. Our top five most listened to artists in high school. I don't get no votes because people are like, what's the one with six click? And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about it. Curtis. Oh, okay. it was oh. A Curtis, album. Oh, Curtis album. Yeah. Oh, yeah was before was I Destruct on that album. Uh, let's look at the track listing. What album was oh. AO Technology on? This one. <laughs> it was on this one? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, I, I remember that one wasn't that good. Because I was like the best yeah. song on the album. Yeah, yeah, that and I Get Money. We're probably. Oh, I oh, get, oh yeah, I Get Money. Yeah, that shit was fire, too. Yeah, that was fire. Workout, that's one of my workout songs. <laughs> good times. Good times. Uh, uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hope y'all enjoyed the show this week. Make sure y'all let us know who y'all most listened to artists were when y'all was in high school. I would yeah. love to see these lists because I don't know the ages of our listeners. So that's 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 going to be pretty fun. And uh, yeah, make sure that you rate, review, subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff. Next week is 200. Get excited. 200. Get ready. Some love. We can't, wait. we can't wait. So it's a celebration. It is back in the studio for the first time in over a year. <laughs> back for the first time. Back for the very first time for 200. Ludacris was on my short list, but that was more in middle school. Yeah. Yeah. Ludacris was. Yeah. Usher was on mine. Hey, man. It was middle school. Like, I, <laughs> get back. Get back. Yeah. Was, uh, which album was it? That, uh, uh, the Potion. Back for the first time. Huh? Oh, with the Potion oh. on it? That was uh, uh, the one with the. Mm-hmm. The gold around the chicken and beer. Red light district. I think it was. Ooh, what's the red light district? It was either red light district or it was chicken and beer. Dude's about to cut us off and shit. Okay, but yeah, no. Make sure if y'all want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On the Twitter and Instagram at Camille Monet, C A M I L L E M O N A E, because your mom is fancy. Thank you, sir. Uh. Shout out to my grandparents. They celebrate their 65th wedding anniversary yes. this week. Uh, their marriage is a whole ass uh, senior citizen, which is crazy. That's uh, super <laughs> But uh, you can catch me at Bucksburner on Twitter. So you get. Goddamn right. Everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. KHarris216 on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy. T-I-M-K-I-N-Z the number three, a.k.a. Ass Catcher, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. We'll holla. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.